<clears throat> yeah, start Great with way that. To start. Yeah, yeah start, killing it. Start recording. Yeah, everybody doing no. good. I'm gonna scratch my asshole. Are you? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> if we're adding sound effects. Let me let me add that one in. Oh my god! Come on. That's too late. I'm okay. Tired. All right. <laughs> we're just getting started. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead. We got a long way to go. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, a few weeks ago, I was in Las Vegas, and uh, I've been a couple of times, and each time it's worse and worse, and I hate it more and more. Uh, it's just not a like, great town for me. Uh, but we were walking, and uh, we were walking down the strip, and we were going across like one of the bridges that connect the hotels to each other. Yeah. And there's always some like panhandlers or or some shit. But I, I yeah, see- pores. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know if these classify really, uh, but it was a, a young boy, probably like eight or nine, and so a, a yamaka. It seemed <laughs> probably doesn't have much capital. Yeah. yeah so I think pores. He had something though. He okay. he wasn't asking for anything. Oh. Uh, he he was giving. Actually, he wow. was actually. Wow. I've got oh, what he gave. What, what, okay, all right, go yeah. ahead. He he's uh as people are walking by, he's like, anybody want a comic book? Comic book, anybody? <laughs> okay. And, and so as I walked by, I was like, fuck yeah, little man, I want a comic book. So I grabbed it. It's this little uh little tiny flip book thing it just fits in the palm of your hand and like as i'm walking away i didn't even look down at what it was yet but then then as i'm walking away i hear the bible says today it's a day for your salvation oh (laughs) cool so you got a good lesson too oh yeah and then i look down and it's like this little flip book that says this was your life okay and uh it's about uh nice it's got some professional art in it. He didn't okay. make it. Yes. No, he definitely didn't make that. He's way too dumb and young and stupid. Yeah, it's, it's about this this sinner, this horrible man okay. who who dies and then he wakes up naked and it's like some Dante's Inferno shit. That okay, he, he goes to hell That's and because uh, he 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 there's sins. a lot of dialogue on the page yeah. and I got to tell you, not my favorite for comic books. Yeah, right. no, it's uh not a great idea for comic books. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's all this. A shit. lot of dot. Wow, most like half of that is just words. Yeah, where's yeah. the picture portion? It's a fucking book, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, and uh, so you know, it's him being judged by God because he had a bad life. You know, I've always thought God worked better in cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lands his jokes a little better that way. Hey, uh, just real quick, does it explain like any of the bad things that the dude did, like? Does it explain yeah. child cancer and how God thinks that's pretty cool? Yeah, he was a child. Okay. Uh, oh, God okay. was. Right. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, the man in the comic. Okay. I mean, that look, if you're going to have a scapegoat, he did it, it was like good. very uh it was like very mundane things. Like there's this one thing where he's a teenager telling dirty jokes to his friends. Oh. Oh shit. Hey, hey. I don't think we're going to make it, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I think we're um, out. And and the guy the whole time was like, why didn't someone warn me about this? Oh. Uh, why didn't someone tell oh. me I couldn't do that? There's one where it looks like, well, it, it kind of the art makes it seem like he's about to sexually assault this woman, but I think he's just checking her out. Uh, it's like he's he's, peep, he's, he's peeping, lusting. he's peeping. Oh, yeah, he's oh, looking oh, around right, the corner. Yeah. All right. So gotcha. it's like you can't do that. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah. Straight to hell with I you. I mean, creepy for sure, but. Yeah, not the worst thing. Yeah, he could have done. done way uh, worse. According to this, it is. They um, didn't even lead with like murder or anything. Yeah, no, like 
No. No, 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 none of that. Who would do that? Wait, oh, no, hold on. They're all the same. That's, okay. They're yeah, all the same, that's right? right. No, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah, that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. They're all the same. It doesn't matter. All sins are equal. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, but okay. then we, uh, like, we, we come back later that night across that same bridge, and... The kid's still there, huh? Yeah, the kid's he still... He was raptured. The kid's <laughs> still there. <laughs> he came back, his clothes were there, and yeah, he yeah. was gone. His clothes were on the, on the ground. There's, like, some dust on the ground. Cameron around. was peeking around the corner, <laughs> giving a thumbs up. Yeah. We did it! <laughs> uh, but, no, it, he is still there. And then there's this, like, real big What woman. are his hours? I don't, I, this kid to, is a, really This was, like, 11 it. at night. Hey, too late whoa. for him. Saving never sleeps. Yeah, really? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I should tag. I'm gonna put that on a fucking shirt. Mm-hmm. We can make money off dum dums. Yeah, sell yeah. it outside of like a God's Not Dead screening. I that's fucking pretty think good. That's I forgot move. about that. This is a good idea. There's like we five should. of them. How did you forget? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we yeah, should we, do that. We should do that. Yeah. Forget this podcast. For the, no, do it for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Save yeah. doesn't Merch. stop. That mm-hmm. is fucking good. That's good, man. Good idea. Hey, speaking of the church, I know there's a lot of squeaky wheels that need some grease in there, but ha- how have we not canceled Jesus Loves Little Children yet? Is Baby that It's a Cold thing? Outside got axed a couple of Christmases ago. Uh, and Oh, and you mean the got, song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. what, what, how does it go at the end? Red and yellow, black and white, they are wow. precious in his uh, It's a little bit taboo to stick with the red and yellow. Is that the worst, though? It's not the worst, but, you know, baby, it's cold outside. He's like, hey, is, hold on, there's a blizzard coming. Is that the worst coming. either? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A, bit, yeah. a bit of a storm out there. Maybe stay put this evening. Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's just caring about her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And suddenly we're talking about the reds and yellows, and... uh yeah, Church still sings it. Yeah, I don't. Well, Church still they, sings a lot of things yeah, that shouldn't be sung. Yeah, there's right. a lot, there's of, a lot of strange, you know, strangers. But you know, at, hey, at the back of this, eighteen free movies and like, they're all religious ones, right? And and four different websites that you can go to. Wait, you have to go to four webs, or is it on? Are all 18 of those movies on each of the websites, or do you have to jump around to make sure you claim <laughs> no, you your full jump, 18? Yeah, like, collectively, there are 18 yeah. movies you can find see on this that. website. This is kind of like what one of those coupon books that we used to sell in high school. Yeah, it, it's like, a this is an like $18,000 value. Yeah, it's a sampler for sin. Mm-hmm. I feel like this. I feel like this should get reported to like like MGM should be taking down this shit, right? Yeah, like, really. Fullyfreefilms.com. Go ahead. Do well, your I thing. don't think these are like. Real, f- I think these are you know, well, made not for the Cohen brothers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and look, there's probably no pulp fiction on there, but Mm-mm. you know, there's gonna be there's pro- it's gotta use music, you know, you probably go to the website and it plays like a fucking ACDC religious version in the background, and they could probably take it down for like the music being used or whatever. That's a good, they that's take a good down point. YouTube channels for less bullshit, right? right? Yeah. So, I mean, they take down YouTube channels for someone saying bullshit. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. they yeah. do do that. Demonetize Team pal. Jesus KC. Wow, this one is strong. Wait, is... reap now. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Get your spelling right. That's, yeah, that, that's reap, one letter. Yeah, reap now, dude. <laughs> that's org. a way cooler hey, website. Hey, dot org. By the way, it's an organization. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How did they and get then that? God's Ten dot com. It's got to be commandments, right? And then this dude has a YouTube channel. It's Jesus and Tim. I assume it's Jesus. Surely this man's name is not Jesus. Maybe it's just Tim talking to Jesus, the Jesus, the sky guy. That that could be it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
That's yeah. What a good. neat little book you've brought. Hey, yeah, Garrett. Yeah, so you were saying that you were walking back across yeah. the bridge later, yeah. right? I don't want that, by the way. You no, I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> eager to. As soon, I got more excited to read this after he said the, the Jesus stuff, yeah, right? Let Jesus me see that one more time. Why is it so stiff? I haven't even touched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're walking back yeah, across the bridge, right? Yeah, yeah. we're walking back, and like uh, he's not alone anymore. Now there's this real big woman uh, okay. with an older woman with him, and she's like standing by a, a little wagon that they've got full of this shit. Okay. Um, and I guess this is, I thought this was maybe his mother. And then there's another young girl who's probably like preteen or teenage and she's she's dressed she looks amish the way she's dressed um you mean like homemade clothes and shit yes, and everything yeah and she's got or a little thing. more colonial yeah colo- mm-hmm. colonial yeah. dress which doesn't really the mother is definitely not uh or the older woman's definitely right. not the kid is not what, what, what do they call so it I'm, it's not amish but it's like you essentially only you're not Amish like you live only in like Amish like uh, communities and everything. But there's like a living only through things that you hand make yeah. and everything, right? Like, is, isn't there another term for there, that? There might, be. there might. It's not coming to me right now, though. Yeah. Anyway, but, well, I mean, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. The, the like the and she's there's like this really old man that is clearly just a passerby but he's talking to her seriously about something i couldn't i wish i knew what he was saying but it was like very low and is like i don't know what they're talking about but it's it's something serious uh but the the makeup of the family just looks so disjointed Mm -hmm. and i'm like did this woman just kidnap two kids and bring them to (laughs) vegas to shill these fucking books Oh, you did miss one really beautiful thing. Is that on the front? There's a lovely sticker that says "Call or email for prayer." Oh yes, That's and right. you know, standard message and rate data rates do apply. I um, think I've got an idea for our next listener. Yeah, man. I think so too. Maybe but so. There's just so much on this book. There's a lot of words here, mm-hmm. so like, there's a lot yeah. to take in. I'm still ingesting this. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. That's great. That's really, really yeah. incredible. Yeah. Anyways, that's my show and tell, fellas. Yeah, that gets me in the mood for Time Cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, Amen. Speaking of which, Time Cop. Time, time Cop. forget how this show starts this is a great way to start the show hey, by the way. Uh, welcome to welcome to the 90s roulette podcast the podcast where we look back at 90s uh media and content that sucks and we confirm that it as does actually still suck uh, it's always sucked it's all right i'm gonna he sent me something to actually say so i'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, do that. Oh, you didn't say that. Yeah, you didn't tell us you yeah. had a script. Yeah, you didn't tell us you had that. Well, it's not so much of a script. It's like a, a little bit the words here. that you recite. Yeah, it's a chunk. Ah. So here we go. Here we go. All right, give me a, give me a clean take. I need 
told Jax to shut You the let fuck him up. finish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to 90s Roulette, the show where we spin the wheel to see what media we cover from the only decade worth talking about. Does any everything still glitter as gold through rose-tinted glasses or not? I think you need to read it again. You stumbled. Yeah, you did stumble. Okay, yeah, I, I stumbled. Sorry, that I've got too many teeth in my mouth. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> How many are you up to now? <laughs> Oh, that's good. I like that. I like that slam. That's good. Yeah, never, never is a problem before. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Um, welcome to 90s Roulette, the show where we spin the wheel to see what media we cover from the only decade worth talking about. Does everything still glitter as gold through rose-tinted glasses or... Not, not not hey everyone welcome back to the show <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. hey everybody good. welcome back to the podcast today we've got me dalton and joining us is me garrett and special guest never before seen live me Cover for this right. pre-recorded show. All right, yeah. what are we covering today, Gary? Uh, listen here, we are covering some stuff from oh. the nineties. It's from the nineties. Okay, that's a good start. That's probably topical. Yeah, we are covering uh, Time Cop from nineteen ninety four, nice. starring Jean Claude Van Damme, directed by Peter Hyams. And for a TV show, we are covering the sketch comedy show, The, the State, State uh, from MTV. And our, for music video. our music video is Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Sick. So without further ado, you had a, you had a good one about, you want to do it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's time to go to the past and cover Time Cop. I don't think that's the Time Cop thing. But we'll no, stick it with probably it. is. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing it again? Yeah, no, no, I forgot. Uh, here, everyone, cry. all right. Uh, change it. Attention, citizens! Be on the lookout for Judge Dredd, Mean Machine, and all the Judge Dredd action figures. There's a battle for justice in every action pack. Judge Dredd, pack sold differently. A new technology. Time travel. A new crime. Pretend to alter the future. We'll get it! A new kind of cop. Surprise. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Time Cop. Rated R. Starts Friday, September 16th. And we're rolling. All right. Uh, Time Cop, 1994, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and directed by Peter Hyams, is what we are talking about today. Time Cop, the Time movie cop. with cars that look like remotes. Or <laughs> it's it's like asylum. if Lego made and, the, and that's the, the DeLorean. Yeah, and that's the only futuristic thing. <laughs> period. In the, the entire world. <laughs> Everything no, else looks I, the exact same yeah, in no, 2004, no, but the car. <laughs> no, the guns are very futuristic yeah, they, sounding. They are, yeah. they yes. are what only can, can only be described <laughs> as laser guns. Yeah, exactly. That shoot sound. regular bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look and they look like normal it's ass a standard guns. pistol. <laughs> the, all of them. But it sounds like laser bullets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um <laughs> Oh, also they cannot penetrate normal bulletproof vests no, either. No, no. Future guns cannot penetrate. No, no, uh, we can't they yeah. can't. So uh I'll I'll start by saying uh it's an enjoyable movie. It is. This is a fun, fun. Yeah. Let's watch it fun. again. Yeah, it's a junk food movie. 
basically, you know, just kind of a, you know, nothing smart about it, but it's fun to watch. No, it's a movie you sit there and you see a guy do like a double backflip through a window or something, and you're mm-hmm. like, nah, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, fuck, I lost my train of thought again. Jesus. Oh, Say something you're... funny, Dalton. Uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> watch me do the splits. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme went back in the past of the 80s to get his wife from high school. Except that's what he did. <laughs> Except that's not at all. It just happened to happen. Yeah, yeah there's not that really was the a, main thing about okay, the storyline. So I we'll go ahead and lay down like what the synopsis yeah, of the give movie me, give is. Me the, give if, me the plot. If we points. can, the plot we're gonna hop through it real quick. Jean like Claude, they do. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. Well, time travel has been invented and they need a way to police time travel. Uh there's a few things that are already bumping with some logic and we're gonna circle back to that. But they need a way to police time travel and Jean Claude Van Damme, who is just like a fucking I don't know beat cop, beat cop yeah. in in Washington is uh, now elevated to the top agent of this uh, agency, uh, this government agency because he has a foreign accent, right? Yeah, and uh, he uncovers diversity. A, so he police he starts policing the time stream, and his wife gets killed before, and then he finds a conspiracy uh, about the. The senator, senator who is trying to make a bid for the presidency, but he yes. needs money. And who is hiding his malice in no way? He no. is so malicious and, and dares him, him and to bark. Why yeah. does it? Why would he need to hide it when you have the most ignorant surrounding <laughs> people ever who are like, "Hmm, all of this uh, sounds weird." Welcome I don't in, believe senator. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but anyway, like, no yes. one no one likes the senator really. Like he what he comes in when he first tours the facility, and they got a dartboard with, with his face yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, um, so nice guy, and so the, he <laughs> basically has these dark background plot p- plans to secure this presidency and uh, to do take that take over the world basically. To, yeah, to to do that, of course, like any other good action flick, he just needs money because with mm-hmm. dollary dues, you can do anything. Yeah, right. but I, I will say like. Ron Silver as the villain is probably the best part of the movie. I think uh, the way he's playing it. I yeah, just, sure. I, I would agree with it's that. It's really entertaining. He's especially when you get into the parts where he's like playing his past self and his future self in the in the same room, right. and it's like his past self is just a fucking spineless putz kind of. Yeah, and he's just looking at him like, what the f- I remember you. F- being a fucking man what the fuck is wrong that with was you? kind of a, a thing that didn't make much sense to me is that why is he so strong and powerful and sure like 20 years later but 20 years prior he's a bit spineless it didn't make much sense if you're that much of a badass i don't think that's gonna change you know what i mean I yeah to, to it didn't to make go sense. from like age age what 30 to 50 yeah and those are the formative years yeah, that right. turn you into a, a fucking a maniac. maniacal uh yeah. like supreme tyrant or some bullshit yeah, yeah. I, I i don't think i don't think they were getting down to like character development even too heavy even down the to the script. point where like he's easily dupable the, the very <laughs> yeah. end of the movie you're like well how did you get tricked like that yeah, Hold on. yeah they, they don't like he's like you called me and it's like jean-claude van damme called him but they <laughs> yeah. don't show that so like no. what did that sound like a same van voice. Damme. Yeah. same voice yeah. yeah it's some like dutch guy doing an impersonation of ron silver of yourself and you're like oh yeah that's me that's, that's what i sound like <laughs> so so anyway yes the plot is that like he discovers that the senator has like evil motives or whatever so he's got to stop Which him the, and he's those motives get... are 
fucking dog shit. <laughs> it's like, I need campaign money, so we go back and make more money right. in the, the past. The easiest way for me to make more money through manipulating the past is definitely to start murdering people yeah, yeah. and, like, well, manipulating. Like, he seems popular in the future, so how is it hard for him to get pa- campaign funding? I, it, it, seems- it would make more sense if he went back in the past and, like, uh, did some subtle like uh, just stirring the pot of making the elements proper for him in the future to make it to easier become for, to a win. potential presidential yeah. candidate. Yeah, it, that, but it's like he, it really gives big vibes of like, okay, Doctor Evil, what are your demands? I, One so, million dollars. Pepper had like, something I good said about it that too. It the whole plot of this movie is the jumping off point for Gold Member, Austin Powers Gold Member, <laughs> the going back in time, the riding in this in in the Cadillac with the dice. It's all reminiscent of Time Cop. That's fucking yeah, like, great. Caught it, that like ten minutes in. They gotta they, be riffing off of it. Yeah, for sure. Once they got into the time machine, I was like, oh, this is this is exactly where all of this comes from. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it's so it's. It's goofy, but like, yeah. So he has the, he has evil motives, and VC, VCD's whole like point uh, is to expose him, right? Get get dirt on, or like get evidence to yeah. prove that he's an evil, manipulative man. If you couldn't gather that from the man that punches people in the face when they say <laughs> things he doesn't like, uh, who, who is a fucking pu- public office figure, <laughs> and of course, like he succeeds and whatever, and you know he gets his wife back, and also ends up having a son that he doesn't know whatsoever. And he's very happy to see him. And <laughs> he's like weirdly happy to see him. Yeah. Uh, and everything just works out. Mm-hmm. And at the end it's like, yeah, no, no. Like him being gone, like nothing bad is uh, And it up, works out accidentally he he just happens yeah. upon this this clue that oh my wife has been in this hospital for here is a vial of her blood yeah, yeah. so let's let's hop back and start taking a little more chronologically yes. yeah okay so from uh, the beginning yeah so it yeah. opens on which i like the opening scene the idea of the opening wait scene. before we get to the opening scene let's talk yeah. about the fucking two and a half minutes of blank screen with just title card. That was, that a, was the longest hey, opening. That, that's a 90s it, thing uh, for sure, or, or 80s, 90s, where it's just like they have to put here all these credits here. Everyone who made the movie. Yes. Everyone. Yes. All of us. And they put I've a lot of fucking... got to put it at the start or else you won't look at it. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I'm eating popcorn right now. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, so, it's so, fucking long. Well, a lot of things are long in this movie. Yeah, you so, know, it's not long. Brother, uh, yeah. brother. <laughs> All right, so the opening, the yeah. opening scene this weird, that we never hearken back to. No, no it's you. just kind of to set the t- the idea of like, you know, it's a time travel movie, but it I do like the conceit of it, you know, to just set the idea of what people are doing with time travel. But right away, it starts as you get like after you've watched the whole movie and you come back to this, it's like this kind of has broken the movie's own logic yes. with this scene. <laughs> well, but it's, it's a confederate uh, it's like a rainy scene there's some confederate soldiers uh on horseback that are coming down and then they meet a stranger on a road who's like hey i'm a friend of confederacy uh but i know you got some gold so i want it mm-hmm. and it, there's tension you know there's gonna it's kind of like uh once upon a time in the west with dialogue you know there's gonna be a shootout happening right uh you're just waiting for it to 
to happen, and it does. Only the guy, the stranger in the road, pulls out some laser guns that shoot regular bullets and just guns down a whole battalion. Yeah, because he's from the future and right. he steals the gold. And so then he st- he steals the gold and goes back to present day, right? And then this is where we get the explanation that like time travel is possible only recently. Uh, and also, just throughout the entirety of the movie, no one from the future ever comes back to the current past, mm-hmm. uh, the current present day. Um, that never happens. Yeah, that's, Why? that feels like something that could very easily be happening. Right, it should be happening constantly, yeah. right? Like, especially based around the company that literally invented this shit, but never happens. Present day is the most future you ever get because you can't go to the future... You can only go to the past, but but you can come back to the present from when you went to the past. And when you get ported back to the present, I don't really understand how it works. Like, do you go back to the same spot you were at? Do you go back to a random spot? That was when... <coughs> when you go back, it's, it seems random because they're getting dumped in lakes and shit. But then later you see the villains going back in time and they're just appearing where they need to be. Right? That was yeah. the thing that kind of confused me is that to come back into the future, he could walk into the puddle of future yeah, goo. The wormhole but thing. But then he was in the vehicle. So he was returning to the future in the vehicle that he yeah, left. Yeah, no idea what it happens just, in that vehicle. The logic made no sense. How are we walking into... Doesn't he have to get back into the vehicle to be in it in the future, returning Maybe From like the they walk through the wormhole and there's a car waiting for them. Yeah, you got to <laughs> open the door. Jump yeah. it. That was the most confusing part of the logic. It's very of that. strange. Yeah, but, I, but they they say, "Hey, time travel is invented." They never like they. I guess they drop someone's name of who invented it, but they it they, doesn't matter. Uh, no. imme- immediately, they're like, "Time travel has been invented, and we need to start policing it so people don't misuse it." But there's never at one point in the movie there's not one instance where it's like telling you what people actually use time travel for mm-hmm. like it's just it's just there what would you use it for other than manipulating the past and it seems like so, only so it's the, like why because is you it... can't go into the future but it's the... not like you're gonna bring technology back that advances your current timeline right. faster right and it's not like a dual universe thing or anything like that you're just you're just back in in time so like literally the only use case for time travel is to go back in time and i guess maybe accelerate stuff right to like hey here's this future technology there you go invent it early and so then when you go back to your present day it's like oh we're more advanced now now we have flying cars because we figured out how to make rolling cars like a hundred years earlier or some bullshit like that like but no one ever like what? Of course, everyone is just going to use it to manipulate yeah, shit in their favor. There's not like any consumer uh, angle with it. Like people aren't paying to go on vacations, right? In, right. In yeah, the there's 1800s nothing like. Well, that was a confusion that I had. Was it seems like the layman in that world does not have access to it. It seemed like it was, yeah, there's it was only, government The government only, only right. has one, and they're only using it to stop crimes. <laughs> but they've got the only one. Except for this one prototype that the bad guys have. Right. So how are the every, how is everyone else going back in time and doing crimes if they don't have the access right. to the time travel stuff? And also, how do you know that when or where or what's happening when they're doing bad illicit shit? You mm-hmm. just happen upon it. You're just searching through the fucking decades for guys making shitty fucking drawings <laughs> over <Yeah>. stock exchange <laughs> graphs. Like, 
But yeah, obviously, like go to go back in time to like the fucking housing crisis and be like, yeah, I'm gonna just sell off all this real quick. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's what we would. Yeah, that's what we would do. It was up to us or whatever. But I mean, like. It, the the time travel, which is like the entire basic basis for like the main logic that supports how everything is happening in the movie, is like fucking wild, and it yeah. doesn't make sense at all as to like when, where, who is able to access it, and like how you track people down or whatever. It's just I want to see a cop go back in time and have a cool gun. And, and that's fine, but like, also, why are there future g guns? Yeah, it, 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 I I don't I don't really understand it. How they get back and forth, how it works. Like, why do they even need the fucking car to begin with to send them f back in Cor time? Especially if he can walk into the portal. Yeah, in the past, right? And, and you also have they to have the car. To go into the past, but to get back to the future, you can just walk into a blob. Or just will it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, as he's flying out of a window with another man, he goes back to the present well, day. Well, he's got a yes. thing on his belt, right? Yeah. Now, he, but why does that bring... That's that's like the, the other guy. Yeah. If so, we're not supposed to affect the future, that was another problem I had. If we're not supposed to affect the past, then why, when they sentence that one guy the stock guy to death that's affecting the past send him back to the past to where he falls to where he falls in front of an entire crowd of people out of nothingness and splats on the ground it did not make any sense well uh, that that guy obviously didn't matter right no of course not <laughs> that, that's the that's the thing too about this movie is that like they only change things in the future when they are like, okay, it's time for the story to say this now, so we're just going to say whatever happened in the past, and now it's this. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't really translate a whole lot. Like, even towards the, the fr from the beginning to the end of the movie, when it's like the same company owns the time travel thing, all the same people are in power, you know, he's alive, his wife's, you know, whatever. All of it is just like, oh, well, we just did a ton of shit. That had one of the most, um, like world affecting men right. in present day, die, uh, and his past self die, um, and that had zero effect. Right. That that puts the timeline at ease. But earlier, when he just like barely affects someone, like somewhat. That changes the entire outcome Completely. of who owns the company, who's in charge, yep. everything, everything. And it's it, there's no, like, consistency. Like, the butterfly effect is very minimal and un, until the story needs it to be large, right? right? And, that, and that's really it. And it's like, also, just jumping back to the Confederacy gold thing, you know, they were like, oh, someone stole gold and we used carbon dating to match it to it's actually from eight. Yeah dick but how did you date it if the gold transported through time it's not that old now right if you manufactured gold coins and a week later they got stolen by a time criminal who ports into the future they're week still old. a week old yeah, yeah. So how do you know? You know how do you know this wasn't printed in the back alley of a Denny's uh -huh. and they just stamped the Confederacy symbol on it? Like that doesn't make sense either. But here's again, a question I had. 
do earrings inherently make people bad in this world? Because yes. only the bad guys and extended every bad guy had earrings in this. Like and the cool haircuts. Yeah. yeah. This was like one of the great things about the nineties when if you did sci fi movies, everyone ha- all the bad guys had to look like fucking gutter punks. Yeah. With yes. those, these wild haircuts. Like the guys that beat up uh Jean uh Van Damme and the in the beginning, look like Bebop and Rocksteady as Dude, humans, right? They they really they really do fall into that that a lot, and a lot of them do. A lot of the movies fall into that trap of like, all right, well, we need a bad guy. Well, what's he gonna look like? Uh, you know, give him an kid, earring. What a kids under an underpass dancing to fucking <laughs> yeah. you know gas mask music <laughs> look like that? Uh, let's do that. Like whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. It's like Jesus, dude. Look like, awful. Yeah, what is this like cyber goth esque like drag that everyone has to be in to be like? Why are where's the suits? You know, like where's just the dudes that are just coming back and they're just whipping ass. <laughs> and also, how the fuck does a modern day bulletproof vest block these future laser guns? What is this? Anyway, okay. It seems right. like the, bu- the bullets of those guns were rather ineffective unless, like, point-blank range. I yeah, think no one not could hit anything. I think that's the point of the future guns, is they're less effective. That's right. Ah, safer. Unless you're a Confederate soldier, in which they just annihilate you instantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like... After the oversight meeting where they're like, time travel's real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're clear. It has only recently been used yeah. to steal gold shekels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't look. What if the Chinese use it? That would be oh bad. My God, dude. Um, then what we go to uh, 94 in the mall with... Uh, Nissan. Yeah. If, <laughs> uh, Mia Sara from uh, fucking Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Well, uh, she just got her day off. Yeah, she got her day she off. She got ported she's, to she's the She's checking future. out some clocks, uh, as you do in every time travel movie. Well, and, and, and we always had a clock store in the yes. mall yeah. where yes. I grew up. Yeah. yeah. And you've got to make references to time. It was called Time, time Clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to make references to time. And also... I just want to go ahead and touch on it because it, it absolutely comes back later where they say you can't interact with your old self because you run the risk of of causing a problem because matter cannot be in the same place at once. And so the entire like idea behind this is that like you can't interact and touch your old self because then that would mean that matter is interacting is the the duplicate matter whatever is interacting in the same space is occupying the same space in time at the same time or whatever and that doesn't make fucking sense at all it doesn't make sense at all because even if you touch your old self you're just pushing your current self out of the way for your new self to touch you yeah, it turns it's out a, matter actually can't occupy the same space. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's called, we're fucking solid objects. Mm-hmm. I can't wear my own skin. It doesn't work that way. You can't even wear your I, own skin? And even if I was, it would just be a layer on top of me. Is this one of those jorts situations? <laughs> <laughs> you go back in time, you find yourself wearing jorts, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> No. I steal my own jorts. <laughs> yeah, I steal my own jorts. It doesn't fucking make sense at all. And I, I I, guess the only way you could explain it away is that like, okay, well, if you touch your past self, you'll phase through them. And then in that moment, you're occupying the same space and time. 
how does that work? I don't know. Yeah, I, and which is ultimately what they went with. Um, but in the mall. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Right, right, right. Yeah, we're mall. still, we're mall. still in the mall. This yeah, is in the, the first mall. two minutes of the film. Yeah, still, <laughs> we're still here. We're still we here. Through that. Uh, uh, Van Dam like surprises uh, his girlfriend or wife in a way that how the fuck is she ever gonna be confused with that accent? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Who do we, uh, which who do you like think every I am? every Van Damme movie always tries to justify what his accent is, whether it be like they they always have to make some mention that he's a foreigner. Yeah, here. but um, yeah, and obviously, it's, I guess dude. it's good that they do because no one's gonna buy that he's not. Never, yeah, Schwarzenegger movies never do no. that. Well, I mean, why would you bring attention to it though? Right? Just be like, yeah, he's just a foreigner. Yeah, it's which a big is, sometimes his accent's not even that thick it kind of wanes in and out it's uh, as thick as his splits yeah well <laughs> that was wild <laughs> so that we have uh he has to cut away from his wife when the incarnation of the fucking 90s walks goes by on rollerblades stealing <laughs> a purse Got no, another earring moment yeah yeah, God, he's like that kid. <laughs> yeah, he calls him a kid. And it's like that was a grown ass yeah. man. Yeah, he he had a mustache. He had a goatee. He and had like, crow's feet. The, <laughs> the oldest kid doesn't exist. Oh, it's, it's that guy. It's like watching Grease. Everybody's in their mid thirties. Yeah, Van Dam yeah. just does like the perfect like air kick and stops him and with his holds foot that and hose. Yeah. holds it. And he's like. Give the purse back or something, whatever, and you know, scares the kid away. It's, it's fucking great. Yeah, the kid he scares the forty-year-old man <laughs> whose midlife crisis was buying rollerblades, <laughs> like me. Yeah, yeah. That, that was his fucking problem. It's just out the gate, it is just like wacky. Yeah, but yeah. he's being looked at by fucking Bebop and Rocksteady over <laughs> over the rails there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it does a hard cut. To a, a sex An scene, aggressive a sex very scene. aggressive one that mostly shows Van Damme's ass yes. crack. Um, I mean, it's the classic, you know, candles in the foreground there in the background, uh-huh. but and then like it's about like ten 50, minutes into the film, and yeah. we're already just getting the fuck out. Yeah, it doesn't really. Uh, it's not very necessary, no, but it's, fine. it's, it's and it's sudden. I, I think it it was probably a thing where like Van Damme's like. My put ass the, is gonna yeah, be in this put, one, right? Put the grandma on my ass. <laughs> put it on there. Yeah, and that—that's kind of what they rolled with. I think he directed that one. Um, a lot of tongue in that too. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, uh, I wasn't watching too hard though. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were watching very hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're as stiff as that guy with the VR headset in it. That's right. I've never been hard. At some point in the movie, the fucking time cops are rolling around their facility, and there's a man with a VR headset who they predicted the future perfectly. Yes, they did. He's watching porn. In this government facility, on his government-issued computer. (laughs) And so they slap the headset off of him, like, you know, get on to him, like, hey, you should, you know, don't do that at work. He's like, stop fucking my machine. And then they proceed to have a full-on conversation with this man who has to be rock hard at this point. Right. He's already finished. (laughs) He gets up from his chair, his fucking jeans are soaked. (laughs) Yeah. So I found an IMDb trivia, so I haven't really vetted the accuracy, but I hope to God it's true. The second unit that was shooting the VR 
uh, aspect of it, which is like the most naked woman on film uh, in, in a big budget movie, I guess. Uh, they were. It was originally supposed to be a nature uh, thing that he was watching. <laughs> and the guy and the second unit crew went out the night before they were supposed to shoot it at a strip club and got fucking hammered. And they missed the bus that was going to take them to the nature uh, conservatory or whatever. And so they just turned around and went back in the, in the club and, and shot that scene. That's pretty sweet. That's wild. That's, that's great. A, I hope to God that's true because that's a fucking if great If it is true, bit. it's so much better than a nature documentary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, hold Unless on. Unless he's watching it like would, things fuck. It would be equally as hilarious if this man steps up out of his chair with wet jeans and he just got done watching two rhinos plow away on each other. That would have been fucking funny too. Actually, yeah, run it back. I want to see that version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's another cut out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. the movie I want to see, whatever he was watching on VR. Yeah, so Van Damme and his wife fuck, and... Uh, she, she dies. But yeah, she does die. She she wants to tell him something, clearly wants to say, hey, I'm pregnant. Uh, it, it's, uh, that's... That was obnoxious to me. Could have waited yeah. ten more seconds. Ten more. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't. We don't have time for a sentence from you. All right. I, I told you. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I have to used work. you hey, tonight. Hey, We're done. <laughs> listen here, tits. I gotta get to work. Okay. Can this like, wait? Yeah. Can this wait? It's like, oh yeah. I was just gonna like spend ten more seconds to tell you that I'm pregnant with our first child, who you weirdly, very, very, very much seem interested in love at the end of this movie when they're like eight. But yeah. You go ahead to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally two okay. words I have to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and it, 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 I, I don't have time. Sit down, tits. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. I could just shout it at you as you walk out the door and get yeah. punched in the face by some gutter punch. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, his house gets ambushed uh, by the two biggest goons you've ever seen. Um, and his wife is in the house... And so at the end of it, you know, he does some fighting and bullshit and whatever. Like, that, none of that matters. But at the end of well, the now, fighting... In, in this one, he doesn't... Right, they just beat the fuck yeah, out, beat of the shit out of him. They beat the shit out of him. He doesn't get anything off in this. Uh, right, right. But but the the weirdest thing is that before the house blows up... The, right? It doesn't blow up in this one. Oh, but yes, it, it does. That, in this one, does it? Yes, it does. Okay. Because the bad guys all load into the house it, that to was get exactly blown what up. I was about to say. His wife dies in the explosion, but right before the house explodes... The bad dudes all run into they are the house. All in the house. And um, I can only assume they time oh, traveled. They time traveled and they went to the future. But then again, it's like, well, how does the fucking traveling work? Right. Like, it is, again, is it just like at will? Do you no, need uh, they've a car? Got a, they've got a device on them, like a, I, that they can use. Right. But like, then why is it such an ordeal to like? be popped around and come in and out at random spot. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, it seems like the getting there and coming back, there's just no consistency, right? As far as like the time travel goes. Also, it's just the, and granted it is the movie time dilemma is that they run into the house, bad guys upstairs holding his wife, and a second later, the house explodes. Oh, it's instantaneous. Yeah, there's not time yeah. for them to get up yeah. those stairs, get to him, put her somewhere where she can't move, time travel, and then have it blow up. Right. It just blows up. Right. And, yeah. and the, you know, if you... 
it just it's 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 so fucking frustrating when you have to like explain away <laughs> a lot yeah. of shit for it to be like well why would they do any of that you know but but anyway his wife dies and that makes him big sad and so he's gonna be mr time cop um extraordinaire yeah and then we go to uh 1929 from there <laughs> we don't even you know go go back to van damme i, I think it's kind of interesting when they just hop through the timeline like that yeah yeah, sure. yeah i mean it, it keeps it's a time movie yeah. yeah it's time movie. i wish they would have time jumped more i do too you know right. um but to yeah. like different periods yeah but i mean i i will say throughout this movie i, I kind of like the production value is pretty better than i was expecting yeah, it to absolutely. be um like the sets always look better the shots yeah, it looked than really like a lot went into the budget for the faces they make when they transition into the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is no, this no, is no, a, right, a right. has a shockingly low budget for R- what for you how get. hard it slammed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for how well it's it like, did. Uh, tw- what twenty one million dollars was the budget, yeah. and it made a hundred one million. Yeah, uh, it did well. <laughs> it did, this was probably Jean Van Damme's uh, best performing movie, I think. But, uh, yeah, I, I I like the way this movie looks. Um, so they're back in the 20s, yeah. and he's there to catch a uh, man manipulating stocks. Yeah, it's a right. guy. Some he pulls Wall out Street bigwig. Yeah, he pulls out a newspaper from 2004, and he's, like, circ- circling, you know, stocks and making calls and stuff. And then Van Damme pops up, and now he's got a mullet, and he's got... He's uh, cooler. Yeah, yeah he's definitely got a cooler. jacket. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it says you can't be doing that. Um, and uh, and you- then Atwood just goes on the craziest shooting spree in this office well, building. Well, first he calls in his security, which yeah. are just some like fucking fisty cuffs. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, he, this guy's like I. He comes around. And he's like, I won ten rounds with John Silver or whatever. And then the guy's like, I, I saw Mike Tyson sting like a bee in the ring, and he does a fucking spin kick and knocks him on his ass immediately. <laughs> yeah, he gave away his hand way too soon. You don't tell somebody you're gonna hit him in the face. Yeah, with- it's like you may be a good fighter in 1929, but you've never seen a spin kick. Yeah, yeah. You've never you've never seen a guy use his feet. <laughs> he, he's like, oh, why is he fighting above the belt? You know, I don't get. At that yeah it and and that's that's such like a harsh contrast to like the fight that they have right there compared to the absolute mayhem that is the gun going yeah, he off just, uh, he's like fuck it and he pulls it and this thing blows like a massive hole everywhere in, in wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he it's, shreds hey this doesn't affect the future by the way yeah no, right. <laughs> of course not yeah, uh, look at that that ship has sailed <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 cannot fix the future also the reaction of his staff in that office building are just like well he's at it again everybody duck <laughs> check him out he's like well everyone's having a bad day today the stocks, are, cr- the stocks are crashing today yeah, so fucking, i did it fucking case of the mondays am i right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's he, like that's the day that the stock market crashes and they're just like yeah, fuck, and everyone's at it there's huh? a whole crowd gathered at the front of the building because somebody's jumped out of a window and his response was, ah, shit happens. Yeah. Like, that's how yeah, I respond yeah, when I see dude, a suicide like, too. Imagine, imagine you're one of the people in the in, in the crowd there. You watch as two men burst from a window, right. plummet to their death, disappear. Right. And then instantaneously, one man reappears, crashes into a fucking car, and 
it looks like a bomb just went off. Yes. And yeah. the only word that gets fucking uttered is from, like, I guess a captain nearby who's yeah. like, basically, Constable. oh, shucks. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so one Irish guy, one-liners are hot in this yes, day. He, they he are. said something like, that guy's having a bad day or some <laughs> shit no, like he that. Said, he said, uh, uh, yesterday, tomorrow would have been a brighter day or something. Right? <laughs> it's like, or he should have waited. Yeah, uh, it's, it's some shit. It's just like, did no one just see? Yeah, every the- this is this is commonplace for them. Yeah, so but to uh, before all of that, before they jumped out the window and like the shooting uh, started, he finds out that uh, the the senator who is, is putting him up to it. Yeah, well, yeah, the, yeah, the senator who is on the oversight committee that uh, that uh, oversees the time <laughs> control, the time police or whatever. Yeah, is. Going, trying to make money back in time to fund his presidential campaign. He uncovers the whole conspiracy right then and there. There's yeah. no more That's to it. That's the whole plot. That's yep. it. Yep. That's it. And uh, he, the guy doesn't want to go back because his whole family will die, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and he basically so, put him up to it, and so they end up just killing him anyway. Yeah, yeah. They, they go back, and <laughs> yeah. Van Damme's like, tell, tell the judge what you told me. And he's like... Not there's none to tell. And yeah, like, he just right, goes well, nose nose, yeah. and then <laughs> sentence to death. Then and they throw, take him back to twenty nine, <laughs> yeah. throw him out a window. Yeah, uh, like which is very harsh punishment. Yeah, immediate yes. death. Imme- yeah. The future doesn't fuck around in this movie. Well, no. the present doesn't fuck that, around. Well, that's in this right. Sorry. The future actually doesn't do shit yeah. in this movie. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it is all the present. It, uh, it, the future does not exist Mm-mm. in this movie. It, or time travel doesn't exist in the future. I guess maybe. I I like you know what that actually would have made more sense as if at the end of the movie they did, like blew, like destroyed all the time travel equipment and like that was the reason why no one from the future ever came back or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's probably better he just has like a 8-year-old son. Yeah, I mean. So, yeah, and then we and then forbid. we're back in the office. Yeah, yeah. and this is and where the senator is just walking around going, "Yep." I'm a shitbag. Anybody else? Anybody want to call me on that? I dare you. When that senator comes in, there is so much sexual tension between him and Van Damme. Yeah. Probably not sexual. Well, it's it's very brutish. It's like, hey, come on. You know I did it. Yeah. It's it's very winking at him the entire time. He is not subtle at all. Now, what are you going to do? How do they not have, like... Like they've got fucking time travel equipment <laughs> yeah. and like future guns. They don't have a body cam. Mm-mm. They don't have a recording right, device. Here's here's my other gripe with uh, the logic of the movie. It's when like later on in the movie where Van Damme comes back after shit has actually changed uh-huh. in the future, and he's like, uh, he's just like, whoa, what what happened here? Well, I thought things were like this. And Bruce McGill, his boss, is like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You need to to lie down, like, bro. Your entire function as an organization is to stop things from changing in the future from the past. So it's not that crazy when a man comes back and is like, this is different yeah. now. Like, why isn't there a process after every single run Alarm to make sure nothing happened? Right. Yeah. To, like, debrief yeah. everybody on, like, it's, yes, dude. Everyone, everyone else, like, the you said it earlier about, like, the senator is the most obviously <laughs> maniacal, He's manipulative sleazing. man in this entire movie. <laughs> And no one else is the wiser, and it's just up to fucking Van Damme to be like, hey, 
I'll get him. It's like, dude, you can just look at him. Ask the guy in the car how he feels about him. Right. Like, yeah, Punches dude. him in the face. Yes, twice. <laughs> twice. He's sitting there with a wad of cotton yeah. in his nose yeah. at one point. No, ma- no yes. matter what happens in the past to change the future, this poor guy still gets socked <laughs> in the mouth. On a yeah. daily but basis. Th- this is, yeah, that, that scene is just fucking. It's wild. It's, it's interesting to watch. But, uh. Uh, Bruce McGill as his boss, the is I think really nice as a as like yeah. the only friend he's got, even if he does become a fucking idiot in the end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he's and he's played like five. He's a character. One of those guys that's done like five hundred parts just like that. It's just one of those characters. That, yeah, that's wild. Um. Yeah, and so after that, it, you know, uh, Ron Silver basically knows that van damme's the the guy he's got to watch out for and you have that scene in the car where he just punches the dude (laughs) and he's like stop being such a suck up you'll never get anywhere like that (laughs) so weird and and then like that of of course they make an attempt on van damme right and then at some point the partner comes in who is just another throwaway character basically right before that like uh, before that, right after this, right after that scene, you have Van Damme going home and watching these home movies. And this scene is like exact. Have you ever seen Minority Report? Yes. It is exactly that scene in Minority Report where Tom Cruise is watching home movies and he is quoting the home movies as he's watching them. Now, I am going to, since we're on this, I'm going to jump forward just a little bit. Yeah. Because Further on in the movie, when he's trying to convince his past life wife, hey, it's really me, he quotes the home movie to her as the, aha, it really is you moment, as though she daily goes back and watches this very same home movie (laughs) that he's watching every day. Yeah. It it was a moment in their lives. It's like like your mom walking up to you and going... Bumblebees, am I right? And she's like, "Oh fuck yeah, you're right, you mom. Bumble, it is you, mom." Yeah, well, which yeah, I, yeah. I'm surprised they, they had to resort about? to that because, like, he looks he's almost no different. Fucking, he's the only man who is going to present himself like that to her. It looks like him. Yes. It sounds like him. It. He has a sweet mullet. Like, what do you not want? <laughs> yeah. So that you can believe that this man is the man that you know already. Yeah, but and and uh, he does the splits. <laughs> why? Do, why is he saying only his lines in that scene? If he's watching the movie that he knows so well, if it means so much to him, wouldn't you just say the whole thing? Maybe I would. I don't know. But it was very odd that he was just like, no, no, no. You uh-huh. say your lines, and then I'm going to say mine. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I think I want to say Minority Report did the same thing, but like that. How that much? Is, how much later was Minority? Report? It was Minority Reports. What like 2000? Early 2000. 2001, yeah, yeah. I think, or 2002. It's, so they stole that shit. Well, I mean, uh, Time Cop was also a, a comic in the early 90s, so they may have like you know right yeah, yeah yeah just kind of like I, been inspired by the same things so, i guess but so basically yeah. the 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 and and then people break in and then there's another fight right scene. so we're going to and he has the most sexy splits he's yeah, ever done on that countertop yeah, boys that's his noise. thing, buddy. Those splits. Yeah, he uh, did the splits also, earlier he, in that office. Got, but... There's two guys that attack him. One of them's attacking him with knives, and he's defending with one knife, but he's not moving the fucking knife when he defends. He's no. just like holding it there, and the other guy's attacking the knife. 
Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's actually how you attack someone with a knife is you just smack their weapon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't sure. You I've don't never want done. a stab. And yeah, we I'm... did get this far into the future. Well, not the future, the present, but the future from where we started. For them to use knives? For them to use knives, but also for them to have not figured out how to get clean water into his house. He's got a water cooler in his living room. This man never leaves the office. He can. He has a water, like a Brita... Or, well, or water is probably actually a problem in the future. It might be. That well, may be a, the thing. It's a problem because all of the water is is tainted with laser gun bullets. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they, it is. They can't be going. Well, they're not the using laser gun, just laser gun bullets. They're using this little taser taser gun that has fifty thousand volts, motherfucker. As that that and the one fellow said. Only nice. reason for that water cooler is so that they can, can yeah. electrocute the one bad guy who's left. Yes. Which is an amazing death. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's not, not a death. That's oh, yeah, 50, that's right. volts. It was supposed to kill Van Damme, but right. it didn't kill the guy it actually affected. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets slung out of a door yeah. down a flight of stairs, <laughs> and this cop comes in, and she's like, what is, what's this? What's going on? Yeah, she just shows up. I don't know where the fuck. Guys in trench coats. What? (laughs) Hey, I'm a cop. Look at my badge. (laughs) Yeah, this is a fake. I promise, dude. Yeah, and that's his new partner. And that, yeah, that's his new partner. And let's let's fucking like whip through some of this shit. It is just like the most, you know. Hey, Scooby Doo chase getting around to like trying to expose this guy, only for this newly introduced character. What are we like halfway through the movie Correct. now? To be thrown in, become his sidekick, and then immediately, immediately betray him. Yeah, you know that Sweet it's going to happen too. Right. Yeah, because it's already course. been said that there's dirty cops. Right. right. She double crosses him only for her to survive him come getting shot directly in the face. The guns, uh, you know, it depends on who has plot armor. And. Only for him to come back to find her, and she gets assassinated by goons again. Again. <laughs> Dude, why can these people not kill a normal beat cop Yeah, that does the splits regularly? A quick question. What the fuck was up with the gum? That he put <laughs> so, on the dashboard so, of the so, car. It you ta- was you talk so about blackback gum. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah go ahead. It was, I know I, it was this, gooey. It, this, there was so much ectoplasm on that gum. This is my That's little. Th- this Van is my little tidbit. Is that Van Damme? That is a Japanese gum brand, and Van Damme did a commercial for them before the yeah is this like licorice flavored gum? i don't know what the it's just called black black gum and he did a commercial with them where he is like pouring water on himself okay. and, and being very sensual to be chewing gum and it makes a fucking appearance in this movie yeah. it's like yet another advertising drop for time cop you know you got the nissan the in nissan the was really dude, hawking some shit I, dude i kept waiting for fucking garth to come out in his reebok swag and just be like it's like they only do this for money man like, jesus dude you really couldn't get away from it for it wasn't a, so much the gum as the texture of the gum there yeah. was a goo on the gum that even like strung onto his finger right but that's very, where it, yeah, that's where it's from, the black, black. That's gold. incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun little thing, man. That's a good little tidbit. Japan gets a, a couple features in uh, today's podcast episode. I think it has another one from the state. Uh, 
episodes that we're going to cover later. Yeah. It, there's a, there's some yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like uh little tidbits Kabuki. there. Uh, uh yeah. yeah, so but uh, uh that that gum part happens when they're going back to in time and it's like her first time, right? Yeah. And as I, the partnership I, begins, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, begins. And th- there is something that I did question about the time travel cuz Going, oh, just something? No, yeah, <laughs> just the one thing. I, I mean, the about the yeah, about the methods again. Uh, there's one more thing of how dangerous the car seems to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Why very, do you need the car? Like, dude? if you, if your heartbeat is above a certain level, they're like, oh, you're gonna fucking die. And also, uh, the there are people who <laughs> have died and just smashed into a wall that they've got at the end of the track. It's like why and they is have the wall? wall? Why is the wall there? Why does yeah. the wall need to be there? It's like it's a crash test coming, uh, a crash test dummy core. Yeah, maybe no, a, you maybe say, put a you fail safe coming. down there. I did. Yeah, you say crash <laughs> test <laughs> coming, so that's way better. That's probably why they did it. Actually. Yeah, that, that's what Van Dam puts on the dashboard. And yeah, why do they need a wall there? Right. If you yeah. need to get up to put a certain a speed safe. or something. Yeah. What? Hey, open it out to like a road that's just straight <laughs> or yes. something. What does it matter? Yeah. Why does it have to be like death or time travel? Why can't you just like, well, we didn't get it this time. And the fact that they have not bothered to clean up the death. <laughs> there's still blood yeah, there's, splatters there's of two blood people's spots. heads. <laughs> Dude, it's it's so funny. Like, just the, the reasoning. I, this movie it has to be somewhat self-aware. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got to be satire, right? It's yeah. like you're looking down a tunnel of this blood splattered wall and you're like, well, I hope we make it. No one stops to think, yeah. like, yeah. I, well, I mean, but do. what if they don't? Yeah, well, like, like they're gonna be safe, are we, right? Are we no. testing ways to stop that? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. This, this have... is a terrible organization. And so once, so, so you have to hit the time travel at like 170 yards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 170 yards. So why'd you build a 180 yard track? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you maybe double that? Huh. <laughs> Oh fuck! We're nah, gonna have to get some future sense. architects on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking... yeah. And so once we're in the warehouse, that's that's when our next shootout happens. Yeah, this but is what, what is the guy in the warehouse doing? I think I missed oh, that fuck. part. I, I think some there's sort of scientific something, something to do with chips or something. But there's yeah, it's Ron. Silver when you say again. computer and like you know chip parts and stuff, yeah. instantly that you know you're expecting ninety percent of your audience to be like, oh, gotta be oh, expensive, whoa. huh? Yeah. yeah, wow. Especially in the nineties, where it's like, yeah, oh, computer yeah, yeah. parts. What that got like ten kilobytes on it? <laughs> yeah, I don't even have a computer. <laughs> Yeah, shit like that, dude. I, yeah. Hey, by the way, I actually did not have a computer in the '90s. No, so neither did you know, I. Fuck off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's Macomb, like a younger version of Macomb, '94 version of Macomb, with a terrible comb over and like this fucking. Yeah, wig he should have had a bullet. Yeah, should have. Um. And then older Macomb shows up with his posse, and and they just they just materialize. Yeah, they just want to the be right. Yeah. And the younger version is just like, who are you? Even though it's fucking clearly it's not a question. Who are you? It's like it's like he he sees a future version of himself, but the future version of himself combed his hair backwards and has a five o'clock shadow. And 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 he's like has a totally different person. A few gray hairs. It's a very Clark Kent. Put on the glasses off moment. I do get. We'll give a shout out to. I know there's a lot of '90s VFX in here. There's more than I expected, honestly. But this is also like shortly after Back to the Future Three, where they started being able to do like 
duplicates cloning effects with moving yeah, yeah, cameras yeah, yeah. and shit yeah. and so they're using some of that here and it's yeah. not that bad the eye line's a little off but it's really not that bad here and I, it I think- is it is great that they had three back to the future movies to go off of for reference for time travel and they fucked it up That's this true. much well, i mean <laughs> when you they've already perfected it in back to the future three times you gotta you can't you gotta like, break the mold you know yeah, you gotta yeah, be like, different so, so do we need to like think about this a little bit more? No, Mm-mm. no. Give him a gun. <laughs> I can go shoot people in an office. It's funny. And I liked I liked a lot that it, when Van Damme is in the the catwalk above everybody, and he's like, "All right, are we ready?" He cocks this gun in a quiet, hollow warehouse, and none of them hear the gun cock. No, none even, of the bad guys go, hold on, what the fuck was that? Why does the gun even need to be cocked? Mm-mm. I thought these were laser pistols right. that are shooting instantaneously. Yeah. What are you loading? Yeah, yes. what are you loading? Fucking, uh, uh, like, uh, yeah, what are they, glowy bullets? Like, <laughs> what, what do you have in there, man? What is this? What is the reload situation? What, it's no, black, I mean, black gum. Yeah, yeah, it's black, black exactly gum. Exactly that, right. Dude, that would have made it. So much funnier. That would have made so much more sense. He's just fucking. He's sitting there chewing that gum, and he's like, "Wait, you see this?" And he fucking spits it into the barrel, and just immediately fucking lays out, dude. Yeah, that would be a great, great advertisement. For that it would have be. been the best advertisement. Fucking yeah, I mean that would have been the advertisement to do. He fucking starts shooting that gun, and Nissans are coming out. Yeah. That's what you should have been doing, dude. Yeah, fucking uh, portal gun that shoots cars at people. Anyway, yeah. So there's a warehouse. So we yeah. get a super sweet double cross, followed by almost immediately another double, double cross, cross, which you love to see it. Yeah, oh that, my that's God. the best it's part. Exhausting. And yeah. then you know the the fights happen. He he gets another round with that guy that that spindly fellow with the uh, tase gun. Only this time there's uh, some very cold. It's a vat of like liquid nitrogen. Yeah, liquid nitrogen, and the guy just gets the whole left side of his body <laughs> frozen off. off. Yeah, <laughs> frozen. <laughs> And then As you do in a computer chip warehouse, yeah, have liquid nitrogen at the ready. And he's like, have a nice day. And then he comes back and he and he rethinks what his line should have been. Hold on, did he say have a nice day? I, th- he, I think not- he's. I think he said have a nice day because it was a callback to when that that guy said have a nice day after he said fifty thousand volts. And he didn't say yeah. have an ice day. Well, what his he rethought oh. it and was like, well, maybe I should have done a different. Uh, line and he pitched it to someone. I forgot what his second attempt was, but he does have a second pun that he went with it. Oh, or, so, no, he he said he says I guess I should have said freeze, huh? That's right, that's right. Because because when he first shows up, he says freeze, and they make a comment. Oh, about, oh he that's definitely dumb. should have frozen him in place and said some motherfuckers just always trying to ice skate uphill. That would have made more sense it. here. Yes, yeah. Dude. I, you know what? Rewrite Blade real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. And is this so? Now, when we go back into the future, is this the first the time we never the, sorry, go to the damn future? It, yeah, damn you it! You gotta get I that keep right. Thinking of the past, and now when we're moving from the past, we are going back to the present. But right. it's, it is the future yeah. from the past. Exactly. But you're right. Present. Is this the first time that things are a little bit wrong? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is the first time where he comes back and he's like. 
what what happened here? And the boss is just like, what are you talking about? Well, we've about? really had a big liquid nitrogen problem with people getting frozen and kicked yeah. to death. So this guy's in charge now. <laughs> yeah, I think he comes back and like they're dismantling the uh, the time. That's uh, right. Agency. Right. Yeah. Yes. They're like going to take up the tracks and stuff. And there's all these soldiers around. And He's in the course to... of 10 seconds, he convinces the boss of like, no, no, we're best friends. Remember? That yeah. was so wild to me. He was like, hold on. Are you telling me that we've been friends before? Tell me yeah. something about me that you would only know. And yeah. he's like, eh, fucking. Your, your wife sucks at yeah, cooking. Your, your, I, I love your wife's bouillabaisse or something. It's so <laughs> odd. <laughs> yeah. She really knows how to boil some bouillon yeah, cubes. He took yeah. no goading at all to go, I'll risk my life for you, motherfucker. Yeah, which he totally does. Like he sit, he loads him in the car and he's fucking loading him up and then the soldiers come in and shoot him and his last thing is to send him off. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I hope I know how to how to do this. But here's, here's a question. Why did he need goading if he knows this guy? He came back into the to the base, the headquarters, and he's like, what happened? He's like, oh, you know, shit's changed. It's this different. This is what I'm talking about. And then he was like, no, 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 trust me, we're best friends, as though that wouldn't have happened up to this point. And then he's like, okay, I'm your best friend. I'll die for you. Go into the future. It was the weirdest, most rushed sequence possible. I, I fully agree. It doesn't make any fucking uh, sense. Uh. Like, why... why? Yeah, why why is this such an issue for one one what what would even put you in this place to begin with? How did I even get here? Yeah. How did I didn't even get back here, okay? Yeah, I like also why when he ever returns to the present is he not dead already? Why couldn't the senator just kill him in present day? Yes. Why does he have to kill him in past? I Which is a good point for the beginning of the movie then. When the wife dies, did they have to go back to the present? Or wouldn't their present self still exist regardless of whether they died in the past or not? If your if you're quote-unquote present or future self dies, your past self is still alive, so they're going to make it to the present. Have I blown our minds right now? Because I, 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 I mean, they would make it to the point up to which they died, right? Right, which is... But Only if Van, in the past, right? But it, you're 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 right in that. Like, if Van Damme is the only one who is hot on this guy's tail, mm-hmm. then why not just, just knock him out? Yeah, just get rid of catch him. him on a weirs taking an Elvis shit with a sandwich in his hand. Like, <laughs> why did, why does he need? You've got like eighty men at the ready that will open fire, no questions asked. Yeah. How is this man even allowed to walk around for five seconds right. after this has been discovered that he's the only problem, the only loose end? You will turncoat and backstab the the lady who just played double agent for you, but you won't... You won't just, tail him for last week and then and then return to last week and go, yeah, he's, he's going to the get some dipping Dots or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, go shoot him when he's looking at clocks in the mall. No, when, yeah. when, you, when you travel, you got to travel like 10 or 20 years in the of past. Can't, you can't do just like little three days ago. You're expensive. You're that would old. be the most useful, though, I think. <laughs> you're already tailing him when he's in the mall. Mm-hmm. Just kill him there. And why did Van Damme have to wait until that moment where his house was being robbed to go back and save the wife? 
Why can't you do it earlier? Do, yeah, go Why back three go weeks week prior. before that and be like, "Hey, by the way, some dudes Don't are going to show up. Yeah. Just probably move. Let's go to Just let's go move. to Turks and Caicos for a few weeks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Niagara Falls is yeah. nice right now. So shove off. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make any fucking no, sense. No, none of it makes sense. When it, whatever. No. I mean, I get it, like you could equally just as much say like, well, then the bad guys chase him to but, that. But point. his his next right. plan but it's doesn't like, how make. How does anyone track that? His next plan doesn't make too much sense either. Is like his only way of fixing things is to go back and get the cop that betrayed him to to be on his side and be like, no, 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 I saw this too. Yeah, she has to be his alibi. Yeah, even even though like his boss said, no, you need a lot of witnesses. Yeah. And he's like, well, I got one, and she might be alive. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah over yeah, is my yeah, life. Let me go to after she's been shot. Hey, how about hop back into 1929 where everyone just saw a man materialize and die. Right. Maybe grab a few of them bodies and just be like, hey, yeah, can you sign these witness statements that said, yeah, wow, that guy's a case of the Mondays. <laughs> you, know, like, you can't just like a little fucking like public poll real quick. Yeah. Yeah, and that Holy that was shit. crazy to me is that if we're going back to that day or the day after wherever, just go back, meet her outside the building where you initially sent her to case the joint, and be like, "Hey, I know you're about to double cross me, but I have proof that dude is about to double cross you. So trust me, you don't want to get shot in the face." Why did he wait until after she was shot in the right. face? Why does to he be go like, to- "Hey, yeah. hey, sleepyhead"? Yeah, and, and then she's like, "He needs to get her blood sample for why?" For the yeah, why? There's not really a good reason Mm-mm. why, I guess, to to prove something, to prove that she's not well, a Jane Doe. She got killed with black black gum. Yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. That's right, yeah, and that's where he he finds just like pure fucking coincidence he finds his wife's also been to that hospital and yeah she has had yeah. blood drawn and it says that she's pregnant and that's when he finds out she's pregnant well we and all the knew access already. to this lab sample yeah, collection nobody is, is out in the open you have yeah. a man with a mullet and a future jacket in 94 right. and he's just going through blood samples and everyone's fu- there's three people that walk by him when he does this correct no one stopped no him. nobody no. <laughs> why would you it yeah, it's cool. And yeah. Then you, yeah, yeah. Why would you? He's touching blood samples. Right. You're, you're walking by that room <laughs> you and you're work here. Yeah, you're walking by that room. You're looking at him and being like, "That's a motherfucker that knows how to do the splits," mm-hmm. and I am not getting involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You fucking, you keep your ass. This strong, guy, bud. I, I think he can kick. Yeah, and, and only so, kick. Yeah. Hey, he knows how to kick and hold kicks. Okay. Yeah. And if you're a forty year old man on rollerblades, he will find you. He will stop you. Yeah, but Those, that's a specialty. Now, question: This this confused the shit out of me. She gets killed, so the one who double crosses him, yeah, gets yeah. killed by the goons yeah. through something in her IV, and yeah, that sets off. That's finally sets off the hospital staff to go. The, something's amiss. <laughs> yeah. So she's dead in the bed. There's this whole chase through the hospital, and then when does he go back and keep her alive? Because she shows up at the end of the movie, the the double crosser. I can't remember her name. I think that maybe the reasoning there is that, like, because the senator gets eventually past and present self gets vaporized a lot because her her younger self is still being put in danger in the past and so then they didn't explain it right 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 right. yeah (laughs) i get it now if the question was oh they didn't 
did they not explain it? The answer is yes. yes. <laughs> they did <Yeah>. not. <laughs> and everything you think matters during the movie does not. Suddenly. Because so, right. everything is rectified just by man turning into red puddle. Here's mm-hmm. where I feel like I might have missed something because right after that... <laughs> here's, here's where <laughs> I... This is the moment. Like, yeah. Because right after that, he goes to find his wife. I don't know why he goes to find his wife because he knows he can't change anything in the past and I don't know how he thinks that's going to help him. It's just like the story needs him now he, to he save his wife. He needs to have a soft moment with his dead wife because yeah. that'll make it nicer at the end when he gets to see her again or so you know whatever he's had this technology to do just that for how long at this point right and Why not? hasn't yeah and now sit- is the moment where he goes oh this is my right. chance you've yeah, had yeah. the chance he'll yeah. sit there in cream jeans over and over to this home to a home movie, video but he won't go back and just see <laughs> his dead wife he carries the device on his hip <laughs> All he has to do is press a button. Yeah, yeah, and suddenly he can just fine. watch her. It's like it's like his friends come over and they're like, "So you think you're gonna go, maybe go see your wife or whatever?" Uh, probably not. Yeah, uh, probably not. Well, you could probably just do it real quick. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of late. It's kind of late. What would be know. the point? You know? <laughs> I, I got these. Probably just watch the home movies. Again. I got these VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah, I, I got some videotapes I'd rather watch. Yeah, 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 dude. They're all static. They they all are are broken at the same spot. Can can, can we blitz forward? Because the, the, the well, rest why? we're of, almost at yeah, the this end is here. Nearly the, the, that's what's wild okay, is the, that the end of the movie is like twelve minutes left. Yeah. The rest of the movie is just. Him having the culminating like confrontation with the senator, and it all comes out to just be that like what they said earlier, where like matter can't exist in two places at the same time or whatever. You know, you can't have yourself and where yourself is. And they that he he shows up and he managed to dupe the old senator, the past senator, to confront present day senator. And in a in a who now has a bomb, uh, right? And he he throws him into present day senator while shooting. What? Yeah. While the present day senator is shooting a gun, nails himself, and that causes him to intermingle his atoms with <laughs> yeah. his other self. But I thought that matter couldn't exist in the same. It can't, and that's why it causes them to turn to red goo. Okay. But all he's doing is pushing him out of the space that he's occupying. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know visually they make it seem like they're phasing through each other, however the fuck that works, but... That's it's just like that wouldn't work, right? right? Like it's not. Granted, I've never done it. Well, hey, I'm an experienced time traveler, so I think I know what I'm fucking talking about (laughs) when I say it's still two different people, Mm -hmm. right? They're interacting separately, so wouldn't they just like shove each other? And any anyway, the 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 bad guy dies. Okay, and all is good in the world. Literally, everything is good. Mm -hmm. Everyone comes back to life. Van Damme goes back. To the shuttle, <laughs> arrives back at headquarters where his boss is like, "Hold on, wait. What do you mean I'm up and walking? I've been walking since I was two. It took this man till two 
to walk? That blew my fucking mind. That blew my mind. He's like, yeah, I've been walking since I was two, dude. What are you talking about? I'm up and he walking. Should, he should have went back in time and taught himself to walk sooner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. But again... John Claude Van Damme comes back with a different account, and the guy's like, "What are you talking about? You're crazy. You need to lie down or <laughs> You're something." You're wacky. You're yeah. wacky. What are, what's wrong with you? Right. It's like, oh. why is there not a thing in place? <laughs> yes. Why is there not a thing to like keep a structure, like just a, a fucking backup thing that is that functions like independent from the time travel or something? Yeah. But uh, Senator Mc, he asked about Senator McComb, who he's like, well, he's th- that guy that just he's disappeared. disappeared. <laughs> no, no one bats an yeah. eye. Yeah, he just disappeared yeah, one day. He's he's a U.S. senator and he just disappeared. <laughs> and we don't think just about it. Wipe their hands clean. Yeah, yeah it's like the Unabomber. It's not a thing we talk yeah. about. Yeah. Hey, by <laughs> the way, that's the only guy to ever attempt anything so heinous with time travel, right. Technology. It's like, dude, this would have been. Everywhere. Everyone would have, would have so prolific. That. There should have been a hundred time cops chasing people down <laughs> we, constantly. There's just no. There's one. There's no tracking mechanism. <laughs> yeah. There's no like upkeep. There's no like debriefing. Mm-mm. There's nothing to like keep the timeline straight once it's been created. And no one seems the wiser if anything changes, other than Van Damme. Right. Right. Or that, or whoever is back in time. Uh, when sure, yeah. Changes. Whoever's doing the fucking sneaky hand rubby thing, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Whoever, or or whoever's... other time cops that are back in time. Yeah, Sh- assuming sure, they're at more. The well, time, there aren't any. But uh, yeah, but obviously what, there not. are. What yeah. happens if they're back in time and something changes for their uh, past self, yeah. and now but, their present day self is different? But right, it, uh, it's so. not different because they were traveling back in time at the time. Yeah, but uh, Van Van Damme's like the only. One they focus on, but you know they uh, both of his partners are time cops. Suddenly, at the moment, they're like, "Come on, come on board." We, we're, no, we're no, the, short the one staff. he goes back in 1929 was a time cop. Oh yeah, you're right. That, you're that right. You're his, right. His former partner. So so it's assumed that there are more, but we just don't really see any of them. I mean, why like would any? Yeah, why them. would we? Yeah, why would we when we have this man? Right. Yeah. <laughs> any of them <laughs> jiggle <laughs> ass on a countertop? No, they do not. No, they do fucking not. No, they don't. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, like logistically. As far as like how the infrastructure works for the whole process is just breezed over, yep. and it's like yeah. this is the entire like this guy's basis. losing his mind. Yeah, <laughs> and so so this is where that first scene it just doesn't make sense unless maybe he's another rogue time cop because it's like where did this fucker get yeah the time travel device yeah. to go back because if he's just some rando who's causing trouble. Which clearly he he has to be because the TEC hasn't even been set up at the time he's committing this crime because they talk about at the oversight committee that someone's already stolen Confederate gold. And this is before they've even set up. Which is confirmed because it was actually it's brand new Confederate gold. So how did he fucking do it? Um, Hey, mystery to this day. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah, no one knows. Uh, But yeah, after Van Damme comes back, he goes back to his house. Which blew up ten years ago, but right, and now it's spotless. Yeah, right? now, now it's they rebuilt it to yeah. shitty perfection. It yes. is. It's not. It doesn't even look brand new, like ten years old. It still looks eighty years old. Super high-ranking government official, secret spy. Yeah, has the shittiest house. <laughs> 
His son runs out, and he's like, oh, my boy. A 10-year-old <laughs> boy. Never seen oh, this my boy, kid. I have no memories of. <laughs> never seen him, and you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't even remember your mom's pregnancy. It's like, what the yeah. hell, dude? How does any of that work? You found out an hour ago you had a son. <laughs> <laughs> your wife's at home with your son. My son? <laughs> what? Then anyway, we knew this out. was going to happen. Yeah, of course. I, I, so, watching time, watching time cop. Yeah, did you uh, did you have a good time? I would watch it again. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but it's entertaining. No, no it is fun. It, yeah, it's an yeah. entertaining movie. Even without like for a Van Damme movie, it's not like a lot of action per se. There's yeah. a there's a few, but it like even without the action beats, the rest of it itself, it's still rather entertaining yeah. to watch. And for, it did fucking well. So clearly, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it clearly was a, it was doing something right. Yeah, and that that's probably mostly a lot due to uh, Van Damme's like international fame. Sure, he's right. Yeah. And, like yeah. overseas and blackback gum. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah. That got that him. Nissan. Fucking yeah. <laughs> that fucking got it good, brother. Um, so you got any? You got any little special tidbits? You got any little like tell us abouts? Um. Yeah, I, I don't remember if I already stated this. I, I, we talked about the look, and I, I do like a lot of the the shots. Right? Uh, there's it's more uh, the camera movements are more ambitious than I would have expected it to be. Like the the shot where uh, it's uh, a telescoping thing uh, uh, going up above the house during the storm, and they're on the roof. That's pretty. Uh, like that's a pretty cool one. There's more more stuff like that, just like some steady cam shots behind in 1929 where they're going through the whole office and mm-hmm. stuff. And that, there's some. It's creatively shot. Um, Peter Hyams was always like a, a pretty visual, uh, well well versed in the in the visual directing sense. Um, and he served as his own DP for this movie, I believe. So like he was shooting it and doing it. Yeah. You know, I think he did a pretty good job there. Um, Mia Sarah never really did anything after this, not anything big. Like there, it was basically Ferris Bueller, Time Cop and Legend with, uh, Tom Cruise and Tim Curry. And those are like her main things. Mm-hmm. Like she popped up in the Birds of Prey movie in 2000, or, uh, TV show, uh, in 2000. And that was really it. Like the only other big thing she ever did. So, um, but yeah, that, that's really all I've got for it. Uh, Yeah. But I, it's an entertaining movie. Yeah, it it's, is. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, we we ragged on it a fuck ton. But yeah, it is actually still like, watch it. Like, yeah, it's yeah, watchable. Yeah, yeah. Also, you don't go into Time Cop watching no. for, right. the, for the concept of like, <laughs> wow, I'm going to be blown away by the logical leaps that they make that no. this fucking makes sense. Uh-huh. You know, you go into it and you're like, I want to see Van Damme roundhouse kick a man with a fucking, you know, Looney Tunes anvil or some yeah, bullshit. It is yeah. like a, a more B tier of stuff that like Schwarzenegger was doing like Total Recall and mm-hmm. I guess The Sixth Day where it's like sci-fi, but sci-fi conspiracy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. where they're want they're wanted men like espionage yes right shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's a little bit like that but um yeah if you guys could go back in time uh, how would you make money uh, oh the easiest God. thing is I mean I think exactly what they did right yeah, stock, stock market stock yeah, market just buy I, you I, you wouldn't go back to to eighteen sixty three no, and still I wouldn't go back to eighteen sixty three I would have gone back 
to fucking 2021 and bought GameStop yeah, stock right. for $3. Put every penny yeah, I had every fucking into GameStop. Nickel I had, and then when it blew up, I would have been a millionaire. Yep. Yeah, I would have done that. Sorry, you can only go back in increments of 10 years. 10 years? Uh, okay. okay. I'm going to go back to... Uh, 1990 fucking, and buy some Apple. I'm going to get... Yeah, I'm going to go to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2003, and I'm going to dump it all into Bitcoin. Right. Okay? And yeah. then as soon as fucking that shit pops off, I'll just sell all that shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna like create my pillow or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna be the guy who invented house shoes with headlights. No, I'm not gonna do any of those inventions yeah. or anything. The I'm just least gonna make money of possible. Of, yeah, exactly. I want to make money off of other people's ideas and just fly under the radar yep. as someone who got extremely lucky. What would you do, Garrett? I would. I would make flip flops with headlights on them. oh alright you would wear them with jorts too hey. yeah I, I fucking would yeah. I would make jorts if I if I could go back in time <laughs> the, hey, get, I, get, I would hey. introduce people in the 1930s to jorts hey real quick get me out of this timeline I, boom change boom. it no you can't alright I did it shut up alright <laughs> change it it's the Jurassic Park command compound with an electronic computer that says over a hundred commands. I'm not going to sing. All right, and our television show today is The State. MTV's The State. Um, oh, fuck, I watched Red State. Oh, oh fuck. damn! That's, that's, right. that's the wrong, that's the wrong thing. Hey, let's do that one instead. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Let's talk. What so do you anyways. think of Red State? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So the yep. state sketch comedy show that kind of launched every or, single person on that show. <laughs> yes, this is like if you've seen What Hot American Summer and Reno Nine One One. All those guys big came precursor from for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it was uh, a very big deal. And. Uh, uh, Act for for a sketch comedy show, especially on like mainstream like MTV bullshit, pretty fucking good actually. From I and now I know like what comes along with that is like there are a ton of bits because there's a ton of episodes yeah. and yeah. a lot of them fall flat, run too long, aren't great. Yeah, but of the few that we watched, I enjoyed a solid amount of them. I thought they were the, pretty good. Of the We've done. This is the third sketch show we've done. I know on we show. keep fucking hitting them. We we did, uh, and you know what? Mike actually uh, rolled last night. We're gonna we're, we're gonna re-roll. We're not gonna use what he rolled, but he did roll uh, last night if he was gonna be here, and he rolled another fucking sketch show. Dude. So I'm I'm making a rule that it, when we roll at the end of this, if we hit a sketch show, we're rolling again. All we're right. not doing that. That's uh, good. But me. yeah, like of the sketch shows we've done, we did uh, Saturday Night Live. We did, but we did the Steven Seagal episode yeah, of Saturday Night Live, great. which is fucking great. It's great, but it's terrible also. Yeah, yeah, and then we did Kids in the Hall, which is not a funny show uh, to us, at least. So this is a breath of fresh air, yeah, at least for yeah. me. Uh, I know Kevin mentioned you didn't find it very funny. I didn't find it very funny at all. It's it was interesting because I know how funny each of those individuals are. Yeah, sure. Now it's definitely yeah. not. So it's you know. it is it is interesting to see how somebody or a group of people can collectively get better. You know, the more time you put yeah, into yeah, this yeah, yeah. type of comedy, the better sure. you'll get and at these, it. And also, were, if, you, if, if you just make it like a different 
a shtick, right? Like a different element, yeah. like the like the Reno nine one one thing. It's a bunch of fucking. That's a mockumentary. It, yeah, it's it's an it's a bunch of idiots doing their like cop version of yeah a mocky series or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. yeah, you were. What were you saying? And, and then these guys are really young when they so did. Young. They yeah. this, they did this. So the, so the group all met in college and uh, NYU, and they started you know doing improv together then and like sketch comedy and stuff out of that. And then I guess they just got a show right out of that because Michael Ian Black is the youngest one of the group, and at the time he was like twenty one when this God. show started airing. Yeah, so fucking young uh, to have your own show on. MTV, uh, but yeah, I, I I like it because it's like, especially when you compare it to something like Kids, Kids in the Hall. This has so much more energy in each sketch. Um, it, it's, they were never lacking for energy in these yeah, sketches. There's a lot of energy. There's a the ideas always seem to go pretty far into the absurdity, which is fast. Yeah, pretty fast. Uh, <laughs> I will say this: this seems like the adult version of all that. Like, yes, in, very in, much so. In, in yeah. the sense of That's like, good. it's it's wacky, fast, and out the gate. Like the fast food bit where the the cashier yeah, is seems yelling. Like, yeah, that's at, an all that bit for right, sure. That uh-huh. is that is like oh this is just like this is a good I, burger. I could see yes. this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see this on Nickelodeon. Like this yes. is the same type of energy that I would expect to get out of this type of shit. And it's. It, you know, it keeps going. It goes on and on and on. And I think that's the only downside that I had watching the episodes is that, like, their bits go a long time. I would they disagree. They feel so long. Some of them Although, felt some, long. Some do, but, like, there are some that are just, like, not even a minute Yeah, like, like well, 45 seconds, and you, they spent so much money on the scenery. That's when I was blown away. <laughs> Every single sketch has wonderful carpentry involved. yeah there's a there's a lot much higher production uh budget than you would expect yeah. on this thing although i will say my favorite sketch is the shortest one and it's the pigs yeah, yeah yeah that's what i was saying that that, that squeak when you when oh, the heel yes. touches that was the funniest yeah. fucking bit to me and it's also the fastest bit right yeah like it, it's like a 30 seconds or something and every time it squeaks like the other team's just looking around like what the fuck is that right it's it's, it's like the it's like the the, um, the other the other sounds every time you step down on the heel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just fucking squeaking and shit. Like that was the best fucking bit. The fast food one was like goofy or whatever, and I thought that was pretty good. And I thought it got better when it went on even longer because yes. they kept stepping it up. Yeah, it's kind of like the beginning. Um, one with like the uh, the, the priest. No, no, the guy choking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, that. that oh, like, in the restaurant. Right, that the was restaurant. ridiculous. It, it like kept going so far left field. Yeah, it's it's like they start off with the choking sign, <laughs> right. and then all of a sudden it's like they're doing air traffic control signs <laughs> yes. to each other, and then, and then Kabuki uh, he, right, signing. Right, right, that was the other Japan reference yeah, yeah. that made it into the episode. Was, and I, I do, I, I like the end of it where like at the end after everything's calmed down and ben garrett's just doing like the check uh signaling and then the waiter's looking over him after all that signing he's like the fuck are you talking yeah. about what the hell is that yeah i um so in general i mean i really don't have many things to like point to for it um specifically because like this is not something i watched growing up or right. you know was 
was mm-hmm. something that I was like attached at the hip to. But as far as sketch comedy shows go overall, I, I do think it's probably one of the better ones. And I the nineties was just so lousy with when when I go back shows. to those SNL things that we watch, you know, I know we we specifically focused on the Steven Seagal one, but like there's a lot of SNL episodes that are duds. Yeah. And there's a there's a lot Hell of yeah. like even ones that like sketch groups that I like, like whitest kids, you know, like there's a lot of ones that just like don't land. Yeah. That great. It's just so it's really difficult. tough. You know, and, like and you're like not going to get the other one that Mike had rolled was the Ben Stiller show, which isn't, I didn't even realize that was a sketch show. I didn't either. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I guess Ben Stiller had a fucking sketch show. Too. And like, I know you're not going to get Chappelle show out of everything. Like, obviously right. like, not every sketch show is just going to be like a fucking gold mine, but you know, it's that so, so many of them just suffer from the same type of thing where it's like bits that go on way too long and like either aren't really that engaging or funny, or it's just like going back and watching them now. It's just not relatable enough or like, you know, that kind of like shtick kind of died off or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. That was one of the things that kind of blew my mind watching through these couple of episodes is that they kept in the episode parts where the audience was not with them at all. There were so yeah. many moments where they were doing outlandishly ridiculous things to no laughter in front of a live audience. <laughs> now, I and they were not so, everyone was filmed in front so of a live committed. audience. Right. No, no. But I, I don't mean, know even, which ones were. But... Even the ones with an audience, yeah. there were moments they would just be throwing out jokes and they were not landing at all. It was so weird to me. What, what was the worst bit, you think? I, I know Garrett loved it. I hated the blueberry bit. Oh, that's my that is my favorite bit that I watched though. I did not laugh We're very one here. time. I thought the writing was horrible. I thought the premise was so fucking stupid. And I get that that's the point of it. So so walk walk our audience through it. Go ahead. I so want to hear this take. <laughs> all right. So in the blueberry bit, this guy walks into a producer's office and he's pitching a show. He's wearing a blue like like sweatsuit suit. yeah, yeah like, like sweat sweatshirt yeah. sweatpants and a curly bright blue wig and his whole thing is that he looks like a blueberry and that's a, kind of has the a high pitched voice yeah very high pitched voice and he wants to do this like educational show about this guy that looks like a blueberry and he wants to play the role and they're not on board and it goes on a long time yeah. the the real joke i think here is that they He's a, pro- a well-liked pro- TV producer. Right. Even though when he walks in, you think, well, he's a producer, but he's also probably hosted some shows. And the bit is, no, he has not hosted anything. He's only a producer, even though he looks like he just walked off of the fucking Wiggle set or yes. Teletubbies or some shit. I, 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 I kind of agree with Kevin in that like, this is one of the examples of the bits that I'm like... It God, goes on. It's gone so long, and it is so not funny. And it's first. one of the ones where the audience was not laughing. <laughs> there were some moments where the audience laughed, I was but laughing, majority well, wise, like, so many jokes were the, just bombing. The thing is, it's like five seconds into his appearance, right? It's like, oh, okay, that's, that's the, the joke. That's the joke. He looks and sounds ridiculous, right. and now he's going to be like wacky. For the next four and three and to four minutes, minutes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was rough to like that was one of the ones where I was like, 
I could probably just skip this one, huh? Mm-hmm. This won't make the cut. But, but oddly enough, in the same vein, the sketch in the bathroom with the bathroom attendant made me laugh out loud, and it goes on way too long. <laughs> yeah, that one it was, was pretty, really ridiculous. It was, it was that just one reminded absurdity. me of like an Auntie Donna sketch. Yes, very of, much so. They, they're, they're in a bathroom with a bathroom attendant, and he's like, all of these... Things are complimentary. Right, Use you've them. got like toothbrush and aftershave and like you know, and all yeah, and all whole manner of like toiletries at your disposal that are free to use. And this man just proceeds to absolutely demolish mm-hmm. himself uh, along with everything, like snorting toothpaste <laughs> yeah. and fucking. He's pouring like what was it like aftershave it or was something after, in his shirt pocket. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. down his pants, and yeah. then he just stuffs the bottle in his pants uh-huh. too. It's like, what the fuck is happening right now? It was like a, he's asking for a tip at the end. And he's like, oh, we didn't forget about you. And then they it cuts to them on having the the guy on the counter just like ba- rubbing him, rubbing down. him with shaving cream and shit. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I I will say like. This, like, comparatively, this show seems like it doesn't take itself seriously whatsoever. At all. And it is much more in the vein of, like, absurdity. Yeah. Ra- rather yeah. than, like, you know, something like an SNL bit or something where it's like, uh, you know, maybe Rob Schneider does his character where it's like, hey, guy at the copier doing the copies. Like, he's Making doing that. Copies. Yeah, he's, he's doing that bit and it's that for two minutes. Right. Well, this is like, well, what if the copier got set on fire and this guy went to hell and it turns out the devil is actually a copy machine? Or just like, that's some shit that yeah. I would expect them to do yeah, in this show. Yeah, and I show. think that's why the aftershave bit was so much funnier than the blueberry to me is because it kept compounding like things got more and more ridiculous uh, the, whereas the, blueberry, the blueberry Land, one landed so hard for me because i really like show walter as he gets more and more flustered but they're just like i don't i don't think you're 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 right for this he's like i'm a fucking blueberry <laughs> yeah he just turns around and like shouts at them and it's I, I really I, like did, I think my and problem, then like when he, when he, when they are like okay all right we'll we'll let you you be it and he just kind of like does a little wiggle and he's like Ooh, okay yeah I think my problem with that is that they landed the plane far too soon to have way too much sketch left yes. I think that was yeah. my issue yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if it had been better written I think it would have made me laugh more it's just that immediately right. the joke lands and then we've got three more minutes of scene right like what if he comes in and he's like in a suit right and he's got a briefcase and instead he's like as he's talking about his ideas and stuff he's like oh let me just run it by you let me just run it by you and he yeah. opens up the briefcase and, and starts like, putting does, the garb on this look like what do you think about this and I, he's got I like think the, the idea in the sketch is that he's literally born as a blueberry person Sure. <laughs> like I, like they, they say at one point that he was born with blue hair and he was born like a blueberry in a high voice. Yeah, but blue hair, fine, but you chose the blue sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't choose the shape of his body. <laughs> he and he made that. Shaped, hey, he's, yeah. he's shaped like Veruca Salt and the blueberry. <laughs> I mean, I guess if anything, it's the sketch that stands out and we're talking about yeah, it a that's lot true. so that, it, there's more that i do want to talk about what, sure. what, is, what is your favorite uh or your, what is your least favorite sketch garrett mm, i'm going i'm going through the the list here there's i mean i did like quite a few of them probably the the boy raised in a barn i, I think. was just I, yeah. that was gonna be mine that was that was gonna be mine yeah that one wasn't very i mean it was fine i guess but it it 
that one definitely did go on too long, and there's no like punchline. No. Yeah, what's the joke? Yeah, what is the joke at the end? It's like, well, the joke at the end is that the class all starts laughing at the other guy. Like, yeah. So the 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 conceit what? of the sketch is a kid comes to class, he leaves the door open. Teacher jokes, "What are you raising a barn?" And he gets upset because he really was raising a barn, and he cries, runs away, and he goes home to his well, barn house. Now, before that, what it's ha- funny when you're what, talking about what, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is, yeah, he goes into the classroom. He he runs out uh, upset because the teacher says, "Are you raising a barn?" And he runs out of the class, and everyone's like pointing and laughing at him. But one guy looks at the camera. The camera gets real close, and he looks at the camera. And he goes, "He actually was raised in yeah. a barn." <laughs> And he goes, what? Or whatever, and like starts making some noise. I thought that was going to be the end of the sketch. If that was the end of the sketch, I would have been like, this is a great sketch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a guy that walks into a fucking classroom, gets embarrassed, walks out, and then some rando is like, he actually was raised yeah. in the barn. And that's what was kind of crazy about that show, is that there were sketches that were that short. Yeah, that they, they were more like transitional yes. pieces. Yeah. And yeah, some yeah. episodes felt like like one of the ones that we watched, I would say 60-70% of the sketches were that short. It was like yeah. one premise, one joke that they were landing, they landed yeah. the joke, and then they moved on. And it's the ones that they belabored that didn't necessarily get so much with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. And Which that- I think I think is part of the reason that they are all so great at these more improv style shows is because Hit the joke. Yeah, and they're go. they're great the at being snappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think you know it kind of comes with like experience too. Mm-hmm. You know, they they go on to do things like mockumentaries and stuff like that, and that is long form comedy, right? Like, yeah, you have like the individual bits or something like you know in Reno nine one one where they show up to like Gay Terry is like roller skating around outside of like a Dairy Queen or something and he's like I'm with just, a small I'm just, sombrero yeah, on his yeah. head <laughs> and he's just like I'm just trying to get a blizzard or yeah. whatever I'm just trying to get a blizzard it's like okay well Terry you can't buy blizzards with blowjobs yeah. you know something like that like that's that's one bit and like that works and everything but the overarching like story of like the department and the characters and everything like that I think it still works for them once they've gotten a lot more like experience under their belt as opposed to things like the kid in a barn yeah where it's like this is like what a five minute sketch almost yeah and i think it's sketch? it's more of yeah. the if the world works then any premise can work uh, in sure the world. yeah and i yeah, don't yeah. think they were old enough and experienced enough to develop that side of things yeah being yeah. in yeah. their early 20s yeah. yeah which i mean look back at all the work that we did when we were in our early 20s I, it's not our it. best stuff <laughs> you know <laughs> gotta say imagine putting our stuff from that time on oh MTV. yeah of course we uh, i we would deserve to be ridiculed relentlessly yeah, for right. sure yeah and yeah yeah, is, yeah but I mean, like i do remember in this sketch there is one part where like his dad is talking it does a cut and like He's at the table. He's wearing like suspenders and a button down, and then it cuts Talking and he's like in a Talking like Foghorn suit. Leghorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's pretending to be the fucking chick. I say, I say, I say, I say, Well, but like in one shot, he's got, and for the first half of the scene, he's just got suspenders and the button down, and then it does one hard cut, and he all of a sudden he's in a suit out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know sense. if that's a joke or a mistake. Oh, it made no, sense. And also, so. when he leaves the house. On the pony, I thought he was going to ride the pony. I into thought the he was going to ride the pony into the. Yeah, that they would have been. They couldn't afford that. 
Um, probably not. It would have destroyed the linoleum. <laughs> I, I, I feel like he should have gone into the classroom and he goes, what were you, raised in a barn? No, I was going to say, what are you doing bringing a horse to class? Or something, yeah. you know, like that. That would have been better. That would have wrapped up Instead, the scene. there's like right, this thing where other students stand up. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was very raised much, in the park. Very much a, a, oh, captain, my captain moment. Yes. Yes, dude. Yeah. It's um, just, so that one was that one didn't quite. Uh, well, hit okay. For me. Well, I've asked you what your least favorite one was. What was your favorite? Uh, well, I I mean the bl- blueberry one did make me laugh. All the right, hardest, I'm skipping you. I, I, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll I'll do some other ones that I that I liked. Um, I let's see. I did like the um, free shit in the bathroom. I like the sideways house. Sideways it, house. It was it was short enough. It almost overstayed its welcome. Yeah, but not quite. And I really like the concept of that. It's just like here's this sitcom world, but this family is actually living a horrible reality where right. where their house is sideways and they can't move out of it. They have to live with it, and one of them has just died, and his fucking Jello Truglio's neck is so fucking broken. It's like yeah. a it's like long and it's at a straight ninety degree angle. He, he was taking a shit and fell, <laughs> fell out the stairs. And like, and like Thomas Lennon is just crying and wailing, and then Michael Ian Black bursts through the window like the wacky neighbor. He's like, "Oh, what's it? What are you guys doing? I'm about to go on a double date with two blondes." It was very John Ritter. It yes. was so yeah, was it John was so Ritter. Three's Company John Ritter. And Jet Thomas was like, "Get out of here! My son just died." <laughs> no, here's the. I get it. I get it. I'm I'm being way too logical for this stupid fucking world. It is a but it starts role. with Tom Lennon coming through the front door which is like <laughs> 10 feet off the ground it's so <laughs> high and then he falls out of the door and i, I then, love how it starts and then though. michael ian black pops in the window under the door so why isn't thomas lennon just coming through the window to doesn't get in his sense. shitty house yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's so silly doesn't make any sense <laughs> but i so i don't know if it was my favorite sketch i mean my favorite sketch is definitely the ham shoes the 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 pig shoes. yeah they squeak, <laughs> that, that they squeak, squeak when you step, step on the heel, heel. Yeah, that's <laughs> so dumb. that rolled that had me rolling like so instantly <laughs> i was like this is the best knockoff moon shoes commercial yeah, very much that has ever been made but i did like the just the one hundred and sixty thousand yes. of us yeah the do you, which that, one the the one hundred sixty thousand of us the the one about a hundred and sixty thousand people living in one house oh, together. Oh yes, guys, yeah. I forgot about that. I, it was one. just rattling off the right. fucking names. Yes. It was just a stupid yeah. fucking bit. Stupid bit. And you bit. knew that all of the fucking bit was gonna be nothing but reading names yep. <laughs> for like five. Fucking it doesn't minutes. go on that long. That, no, that, it's not even it's that a pretty long. They do one. like a, a they few instances of it. They had a fucking sketch that has the most people on screen than they've <laughs> yeah. ever had in any of the other ones. Yeah, and it's one of the shorter bits. Yeah, it's like an episode of last year or something where, where they're just like Johnny got trapped in a whale but right. it's like guys come names. quick come quick Richard and Dick and Vince and Matt and Bart and Sombrero Joe and all these and Rat Pack Jesse yeah. he's down there too so, and like before he even finishes calling all the names someone else has a new bit of news yeah. that deals with like 60 other fucking characters it was just such a dumb fucking premise i was giggling the whole time yeah but i I mean in in general though like i i do think that like like most sketch comedy shows it doesn't it's hard to go back and like see these like 
early like cutting your teeth yeah comedy right. type troops when sure. when you see them in other things later and you're like god that was the gold you landed on huh like yeah. you really found your spot uh comparatively for a lot of these people yeah and it's like well it's a good fucking thing that worked out yeah and, the, and that's the moral of of, yeah. of artistry is just keep going you're yeah. bound to get better right because if they all stopped right there if they exactly. thought this is our zenith yeah. nope. right they it's would like have you could, not had anything. Even if you feel like something is like not landing or flopping or like your your sketches aren't good or like comedically like you're not hitting it, it's you know, you probably just need a different environment. Yep. I mean for a lot of these people. I mean of of course there's a ton of like comedians and or, or comedic actors or whatever that are you know just not not going to get it, but like for a sizable amount of this cast and crew at least, right? Yeah. I, I mean, so many yeah. of them are still yeah. very active yeah. well-to-do people in the business right and they just needed a different i mean not that this didn't help right right of like, course i mean course. fuck having a show like under your name any like especially that young holy shit but yeah i mean just just keep grinding on it if if that's your jam and yeah. you'll probably you know find something that is just going to really like gel well with you mm-hmm. yeah and then they i mean even at the time they had a lot of pretty negative reviews uh from people (laughs) (laughs) there's a there's one ad they did i guess for a second season or something and it was just like them so all of them like sitting in a sunlit field just kind of like holding each other and there's like soft music pleasant music playing over it and fading over their faces is like all their bad reviews like negative two stars from guardian or whatever yeah that's That's i mean i I would say, like, of all the things to do for a show, embrace the bad press. Like, yeah, fucking do it, dude. Send it to them. Let them know. Yeah. Let them know. I don't give a shit that you didn't want to watch this instead of Days of Our Lives or something. Yeah. I I do. Episode 12,000 of Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry you didn't want to watch us smack each other with fast food fryers and, (laughs) and, and, and fucking cardboard cutouts of shit. And instead wanted to see a man fall down a wishing well or something <laughs> who was actually a brain surgeon or some bullshit like right. that, you know. Yeah. But but it, it 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 it's still like it it has some gold in there. I think it has just as much as any of the other sketch comedy yeah. shows. Like there's just as much there as like, you know, some shit that we would have seen as kids, like on fucking Amanda Bynes or some shit like that, you yeah. know. Um so I it was it was fun to go back and watch. Yeah, I, I I don't have anything for like a frame of reference, but yeah, it was it was good to see those uh, actors in that element. Yeah, I agree. It was a fun time. You got any uh, final thoughts? Mm. Yeah, I th- I think the show had uh, a good attitude about it. It it did have the, their demographic was clearly like the young twenty somethings or teenagers and stuff. And then you, I mean, fuck. There's even a part where they say it in the in one of right. those episodes. Right, professional slackers was a big attitude. Yes. it felt like yeah. yeah. Um, and and I do like I think that comes up across like it seems every episode they have that part where they're all talking to the camera and they're doing some sort of bit. Uh, with that, like the uh, sleep with the state. Yeah, sleep concept. with the state. Oh yeah. This this one right here, it's just your name. That'll do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. The essay contest where someone just writes in their phone number. Yeah. 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 yeah the weird address to Chelsea Clinton. Oh, that was oh so odd. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That felt very direct right. and personal. 
yeah. yeah. Uh, I uh, but I kind of like like I think Michael William Black kind of shines in moments like those. I don't I haven't normally found him too funny in a lot of things, but I was like, oh, that's his delivery is pretty good in those. Mm-hmm. I will say the funniest the funniest thing about like the the sketch about the torturing monkeys to me <laughs> was when was when he was like. Uh, it would have been. I would have to stop torturing him if that was the ASPCA and not just my friend Martin off camera. Yeah, you know, and Martin and the, just and waves. The, yeah, he just waves <laughs> eating a sandwich or something. And then it cuts back. But the, the funniest part was then he was like, well, the best part is that little uh, whoever here, you know, whatever the fucking yeah. monkey thing like, was. We full bongo. We, we full bongo. <laughs> it's like, damn, that is fucking mean. Yeah, I, I really like the ending of that. I also like the part where they bring the monkey in and Ian Black's just like, Hey, hello, monkey. I'm Barry Lots. Do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> Dog is fucking fucking well, when, when you're torturing monkeys, what you do is uh, you uh, get a monkey and you torture the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to go with so psychological stupid. torture. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll drive up to the jungle and then just turn right back around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that was that was pretty good. But I felt, I felt I think Thomas so... Lennon really kind of shined in a lot of these. Yeah, bits. of course. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. Even even the fucking Guido Priest part. That was yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah. That was that that one actually was pretty good. Yeah. Where I he's thought... like get, getting the offerings. He's like talking to God. You see this over here? Yeah. I thought the best part about that bit was uh, the exorcism, where he's like, yeah, look, yeah. let's make a deal, right? Yeah. Look, yeah. You'll get ten percent royalties. <laughs> On any of the movies and uh, press that we get out of this thing. Like, what about back in points? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're breaking my balls. Go to hell. Yeah, go to hell. <laughs> it's just stupid shit. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, but, Kevin, uh, you got any final thoughts, man? Uh, No, I think I've said all I need to say. I mean, it's it was it was a fun watch, especially for the time. The fact that they made it four seasons blows my fucking that's mind. That's insane. I, yeah. I didn't even know they um, made yeah. it that long. Yeah, that that really kind of shocked me, especially because I had seen the first, like the pilot episode three or four times, and there's some decent stuff on that one as well, um, but it was never anything that felt like it had staying power, and knowing that they were there for four fucking seasons is kind of incredible. Right, especially comparatively to the time when like SNL is just like fucking massive, right? Yeah, I feel like that might be why there's so many sketch shows in the well, 90s. So so many that are just in the background, you right. know? Yeah. Like it, whether it's for fucking Nickelodeon or MTV or, Mad or TV. yeah, Mad TV or anything like that where like there's just so many of these other ones that are hovering in the background that it's not necessarily that like the actors weren't as good or like some of the bits were any worse because like you know like i said there's just as much dog shit on like the big name shit they just have more episodes yeah there's just more content Mm -hmm. it's just like you know every now and then you'd sneak in one that just fucking rings with people and also a lot of the people on there were headlining like movie posters and shit regularly right so it kind of had a different like yeah a draw like a wide audience i'm sure but yeah I, when did in living color go off the air was that just 80s i was i think it was just the 80s i don't know i mm. fuck i don't know hmm. ask, ask yeah. mike he was about 36 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is hey, probably, uh, hey and on that hey, hey. you want you want to talk about music instead yeah let's go change it Getting very, very sleepy.
peepee, uh-huh. Now step out of it! And step into a peepee spicy Slim Jim, oh yeah! Yeah, I guess. Yeah, do it. Fucking... <sighs> hey, I've never been, hey I, I've never been more nervous to sing a song ever. Hey. I gotta wow. live up to Rob Thomas here. Hey, when, when you sing this time, do it well. Nope. I will not. All right. I've well, got a. I have a professional singer sitting to my left. I'm yeah, gonna, and he's to judge you. I, uh, no, that, that, that is, is why. why I'm that's so the only nervous. reason I'm here is to pass judgment on your singing abilities. Thank you. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, the, hey. oh, Give oh, me okay. your heart. Make it uh, real. What what key is that in? Yeah, this is a song that you really need to sing well in. Yeah, I mean, did you see the man's eyes popping out of his head <laughs> yeah. at the end of the fucking music video? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't think he need it. Go ahead. So, anyways, this is uh, Mambo Number Five. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, sorry, it's, it's the it's other Latin, It's the other Latin hit of the '99. <laughs> the other, yeah. yeah, the other of the seven that came out that year. Here is Smooth. Uh, yeah, what Carlos Santana. Yeah. And it's a hot one. He made it. I was trying. He made it. Let me let me take it back. Let me take it back. How is it? Fuck it. How does he say? It? Man, it's a hot one. Yeah. Man, it's a hot one. Like seven inches from midday sun. I hear your whisper and the words melt everyone. Thomas here, but yeah. you stay so cool. My manakita, my spit. I don't. I can't fucking read this screen for shit. It's smooth by Santana. <laughs> <laughs> he nailed that it. That is the look, fastest look. I've ever seen Garrett give up on that the song. Brilliant. No, no, I don't no. like this song. And I gotta tell you, I think that was plenty. <laughs> <laughs> look, listen, I do not like this song, and I am having to to actually read lyrics here, and I can't read for shit. That's okay. Uh, I, I'm rather illiterate yeah, myself. This, well, the screen's too far away. My eyesight's not yeah, working. Your fingers hurt. Your back's not the 21st straight. Century. Uh, yeah. Shoes don't fit too well. I feel well. like I should have. I wanted to at least get through the, the chorus because uh, I can do the chorus. Well, let's hear the. Just do yeah, the chorus. Just do the uh, chorus. Let me count you in. Five, six, seven. It was just like the. Okay, we're going to do this together. All right, ready? Oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah, I, I thought you this was music? another Lubega song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. Right. Do, do, do. And. Five, six, seven. I don't remember how this goes. <laughs> well, it was just like the ocean. That's not. Oh, uh, it, it, that is it. Well, uh, <laughs> that's no, exactly it, and if, it. If, if you say this life ain't good, and that's a that's a chorus still, right? Oh, that's yeah. still. Or that is that more like a bridge? I I don't know. Th this thing has it listed as a chorus. I, I don't know it a how songs work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. Okay, so Carlos just, Santana. I, I brought my guitar all the way over here <laughs> just for that. Garrett, sing the chorus, though. Okay. Just do the chorus. Okay, okay. Uh, hold on. And it's just like the ocean under the moon. Well, that's the same as emotion that I get from you. You got the kind of love and that can be so smooth. Give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, you stop. That's plenty. Stop. No, that's more than enough. Stop. Stop. Garrett. Okay. <laughs> so that's uh, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
Now, you did sing the chorus, but you did not do the Rob Thomas chorus, right. which was... Uh, yeah, yeah, you want to hit that for me again? I, we just did. Oh, so. shit! Right. Rob Thomas is here, ladies and gentlemen. If any, look, we're four minutes in this piece of shit already. If anyone can't tell, we're doing... And I Look, I know there are stands out there for some Santana... Uh, and for all I and know, and for each of you who's listening, um, <laughs> <laughs> and for, for the for three the 12 of you, of you here, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, it. that's assuming twelve people listen to this right. podcast. That's yeah, fair. That's that's definitely not yeah. it. We're we're hitting that hitting this song, uh, nineteen ninety nine hits. Uh, as barely I, made it in. Yeah, barely made it in. Listen, the nineties ninety nine was as we've said many times on this podcast. Ninety nine is a weird year for pop culture Mm -hmm. there just are things that are transitioning to early 2000s which are not great uh and this year particularly there was some a few latin pop hits that were hitting the mainstream like ricky martin uh living la vida loca uh and then you've got this and then you got mambo number five which is kind of in that same vein which also coincidentally all of them have the same number of bras in the music video. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> not a fucking not even one. a number. Hey, hey, and you know, I said it off mic, but how do you make a Spanish-looking music video? You just put a fucking orange filter over it. They were doing That's this shit they did. decades yeah. ago. Yeah. Huh? They, they knew that. I mean, that was the. There's a lot of white people in this Spanish <laughs> Harlem video. Yeah, they did shoot it in Spanish Harlem, apparently, and. The uh, a lot of the people in the video are people that live there and just wanted to come out to hear uh, Santana play. Oh, supposedly. Okay. Um, it seems like a lot of hair and makeup was done on this thing. But, I'm uh, sure there are. It's mixed in with some. Yeah. I'm sure it's mixed in with some actual uh, actresses. Hired. And, and probably they live there and like they were just roped into the production. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, and Santana is like playing live during this. Normally you would play to a, a sync track or something uh, and mime playing, but he wanted to actually plug in his amp and play live because uh, fuck. I guess you can do whatever the fuck you want to do when you're Carlos Santana. Yeah, you that's can. True, you actually can. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. And that's, can't see out of those glasses, but you can play that guitar. No, no, he he cannot. Uh, he's hungover every day. Okay. Um, I think Rob Thomas was hungover too when he was singing that fucking chorus. I think yeah. he was still drunk. Yeah. Come on, forget about it. Come on, forget about it. Yeah, it's like that's the this, stuff they don't let him do in Matchbox Twenty. Mm-hmm. As the song goes on longer and longer, he's straining harder and harder yeah. to get that chorus out. Yeah. By the end of the music video, the man's eyes are popping out of his head. And his neck is just red with yeah. veins in the side. The record company is like, the sun Look. does to you. It's a hot one, you know? Yeah. Like seven inches from the midday sun, as they say. It's the first lyric of the song. Catch up, boys. Oh, shit. <sighs> oh, Christ. Uh, is it second? That's tr- well, I said the first one. Okay, it's in the... Sure. It's fine. I'm the only one who listened. <laughs> I, I actually didn't listen. We just it's watched not the a, music video, and I didn't listen. Here's the thing. It's not a great song. No. There's not that many lines. No. Right? Like, it's no. kind of short. No, yeah. It's it's, it's whatever. But it, uh, like it, this. It's the 90s. Oh, the what are we? What's opening? it? All right. Oh, that's a garage. Everybody hear yeah. that? Ooh, yeah. uh, we are shaking the table. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, I like that. I actually uh, think you might be parked behind her, and she's about to leave. No, I'm parked beside her. 
No, no, the truck is in the garage. Oh, you're right. t- using the truck. Yeah, we'll cut this. Yeah. Just cut this. Yeah. Cut this. Yeah, cut this. you cut all this out. <laughs> no, we're not um, going to. I think you're gonna have to go move your car. I we'll, think she's coming to. We'll answer wait. We'll we'll wait and we'll we'll find out. It cuts you so smooth. Just, just go move. Yeah, just go move the car. All right. Uh, where fly. were we? Where well, were we? Carlos Santana. Santana. I'm eating a chicken nugget. Oh my god! Uh, I just heavens. started back. Well, you didn't ask me if I was ready. <sighs> right, go ahead, swallow it. Nice. There's no water in this. Oh, that's not my fault. Okay, well, that's rude. All right, go ahead. All right. So the 90s were wacky, huh? <laughs> oh, <Whoa. laughs> totally whack. Um, yeah, weird. so uh, this album, uh, well, what's the name of this fucking album that I did it on? Supernatural? Yeah, I think it's called Supernatural. And it was like, uh, it was... I think he hadn't made an album in a while, and this was kind of like a comeback thing, just kind of reintroduce him to a younger generation. Um, and so, like, the uh, record label wanted to do, like, half the album given to feature performers, and the other half would be Santana shit. No, oh, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And so... Having to sell Santana on his own album. <laughs> How many popular people can we get here today? Exactly. That's yeah. Nice. Well, let, we yeah. got to apply. We got to really, uh, you know, get the young people on board. Hey, so it's we a need tried and true method. Yeah. yeah. Rob Thomas for Matchbox Twenty seems like a good bite to get here. Well, it yeah, turns out it time, was it was a really fucking good bite because I've heard this song way more times yes. than I would have ever wanted. Still this, plays. Yeah. This song. Is fuck every time I hear the song, I just it's what I hear when I think of like dad music. Very much so. Yeah. I I expect to hear this on someone's boat out yes, at the lake. A hundred percent. This mm-hmm. is boat music. He's Shit he's you got play. a white claw or a Bud Light in hand. Yep, and mm-hmm. it, there it's you've got the well, family on the boat. Red he, he as a, a fucking has Swedish a, fish. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Budweiser in yeah, hand. Exactly okay. Yeah, hold, hold on. Yeah, they don't do yeah. the Bud Light anymore. Yeah, hang on, right. hang on, hang on. Yeah, they uh, might have it to shoot. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the type of music like you know nothing against like Santana and Rob Thomas or anything. It's a fine song. Like it's not like bad or anything. It's not something that I would ever have in my rotation. But it's catchy. Mm-hmm. It's it's fine. You know if it plays at a high school graduation at party, I don't give a shit. But it is music that you're gonna listen to at Jimmy Buffett's diner. Absolutely, in the background, Margaritaville. Right. Mm-hmm. This is this is gonna be a fucking Margaritaville anthem. Like, if you ever, <laughs> if you ever like picture a fucking Adam Sandler movie where like he's swapping wardrobe to a Hawaiian shirt and he's on the beach or something, this is probably in the montage yes. s- sequence. It's that type of vibe. It's that type of feel where it's like just fucking, you know. Uh, palm trees and like dudes that wear hookah shell necklaces. It's a lot of that feel to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's nothing like there's say, nothing groundbreaking about it. Right. It's not crazy. It's not like mm-hmm. someone does like some fucking crazy riff or like hits a note. It's just like holy shit, this man is like 
rapping really fast or something. You know, yeah, it's like it just like came out at a time where I guess people were receptive to something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's stuck around. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's definitely found its fucking market. I mean, like you know, guys that wear socks with sandals. You know, yeah. I mean, what what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> I, I say as I lift my foot with socks and my slides on right now. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's not it's not a bad song or anything. Actually, of all the of a lot of the songs that we've covered, I would rather listen to this than most of the other ones that we've talked about. Really? I would put this above Mambo Number 5. Well, yeah, I mean... I would put this above above. Soul Asylum. Yeah. I would fucking prefer it plays at a Target, but, you know... And it will. (laughs) And it will. (laughs) And it it will. will. not. You know? Uh, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, but like by comparison, is it is it awful? Is there anything like terribly wrong with it? No, not really. No, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's yeah. just not. I mean, it's catchy, but it's not fun to listen yeah. to. It's not like something that. Yeah, it's not like something you're gonna play it like you know a get together or something like that. It's not about on... anything really, other right. than like how hot Rob Thomas's wife is. Is that wife? the song? Yeah, is he wrote it about his wife. Oh, he did oh. actually write the, you know, a, a, he he was writing it about something else. I forgot. I, I did watch a, an interview with him yesterday, but yeah, eventually he just like started writing about like. His well, she hot probably wife. really likes it. Uh, his wife is in the music video. Oh, she's dan- okay. she's one of the dancers on well, the street. one of the brawlest ladies. Yeah, ah. she's a, she is. She's in a, a white tank top or something oh, dancing okay. around. Good for her. Good for them. That's a little tidbit. Yeah. I I mean, she was his fiance at the time, but. That has got to have some fucking pull power, right? Like, you write a love song for your wife, and it turns out to be a song that's played for decades after it's fucking released. Yeah. Damn. Hope they're still together, or else that's quite the burn every time she hears it. It's like false hope. Yeah. Otherwise, there's a. I think they might be divorced. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, you know, 50% I, I chance. I mean, I could Google, well, maybe but there's yeah, no animosity fine. there. You don't know. That's yeah. true. He, she still got the song. Maybe she found she another. She still got some money, too, I'm sure. Maybe she found a guy that has his eyes pop out of his head at the end of his music video. Maybe she's with Carlos Santana. We do, do not man. know. Maybe this was the linchpin that got those two together. You think? I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. Let's see what sticks, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing things as guys as facts guy. out there. <laughs> also known as lying. <laughs> I'm an ideas guy. You're a liar. <laughs> Alex Jones is an ideas guy, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, ne- next you're going to hit me with the Spanish Harlem is turning frogs gay. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's really all I've got yeah, for this song. I don't have song. any more takeaways. I, ca- I kind of don't. Simple have... song, nothing special. It's catchy. It Right, like, as far as, like, anthems growing up, like, yeah, it's recognizable. Yeah. I instantly knew the song when I heard it, did not know it by name. Yeah. Um, but it, as far as, like, background music is, is concerned, it makes an appearance to this day in department stores near you yeah so. i mean like you said memorable you know you know the santana riff that yeah. that kind of, once it comes on yeah. yeah it was great just like that actually i think you know we shouldn't have even had you play I it in you were i just should playing have just playing the song yeah you should have oh, can you do you? that let me can tell you? you a little something boys <laughs> okay 
I might be related to Rob Thomas. Oh. oh. Uh, fun fact. I could tell because your teeth are individually grown it. in. I was just about to fucking say that. Yes, if you watch this music video, anyone, the six people listening to this right now, right, I want go you to watch go it. to YouTube and watch this music video. And you ask yourself, do Rob Thomas's teeth look like they're all on the same team or not because i say no right i disagree you know you know yeah. teeth look typically like and hey look i am not anyone with like a fucking you know picture perfect smile don't get me wrong there's shark mouth happening here too but i'm saying <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that if you watch this music video watch Rob Thomas sing that about it when he is straining so hard and yeah. tell me you don't see shadows across every single now, one of those little chicklets the, of his. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that could be and maybe before they filmed he did have like a, a grape squeeze it right before. Okay. And it's just, it's right. just, it looks, just purple you know, stain. You know, I just I feel like each of his teeth showed up to work individually that day. That's all I mean. I just mean they're not a uniform. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Fair. There's. It's a casual Friday at the Rob Thomas Teeth Convention. That's all I'm getting at. That's fair. Not that the man is not, you know, fine, well enough appearance-wise on his own. I'm just saying I, it was something I noticed in the music video. I'm not saying there's You're anything wrong. You're just reporting wrong with on it. it, right? I'm just reporting factual evidence. '90s Roulette Podcast, uh, Channel Five News coming at you. Yeah, right. Hot. If you have any tips of the whereabouts of Rob Thomas's teeth, uh, please write in. <laughs> or more specifically, the gaps between them. <laughs> if Let you've us got know. Any info? I think that's why the chorus is so loud. Is just there's more airways for him to get it. All right. <laughs> this joke has gone on way too fucking long. Yeah, we long. might be talking about his teeth more than the song. Yeah, that's well, true. I actually, I feel like I have a hotter take on his teeth right. than the song. Yeah, yeah that's true. All so right. uh, any any last last parting thoughts on uh, the song? He should probably continue to sing it and you not. Yeah. That would be my main takeaway. Yeah, yeah. I think that's oh. fair. Okay. I don't need to hear it ever again. That is my final takeaway. All right. All right. Um, how about you, Garrett? I think it's all right. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> How about you, Garrett? Totally. Yeah. Hey, Garrett, yeah, what, Garrett do you what, you, what, what do you think? What do you think, Garrett? <laughs> Say something no one else has said. Go. Yep. Uh, God. Fucking. <laughs> and there you wow. have it. And yeah. there you hey, have it. Ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Oh, hold on. I wasn't done yet. Hey, gentlemen and gentlemen. Hey. <laughs> There you have it. L ladies and gentlemen, Mambo number... I fucking knew he was going to do Mambo, dude. As soon as he said, ladies and gentlemen, I knew it was coming. The Mambo number... That is going to stick with us forever. I swear to God. We're going to be 100 episodes deep, and it's going to be fucking, ladies and gentlemen, Mambo number five. It's like, what about the first four, Lou Bega? They don't exist. Anyway. Yeah, that's not how songs work. Okay, no. well. That's how sequels work, but, you know, it's fine. All right, anyway, change it. <sighs> Young Bobby Angles has a problem. He needs to earn the respect of his peers. So he gets the special Sega Genesis fighting system. It comes with Streets of Rage 2. He saves $40. He gets more moves. He gets more control. Now things are pretty much okay. I said chocolate chip. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Uh, you really
really know how to start all yeah, these segments. Yeah, there's nothing really like a yeah, It's sound. not like you can cut it out or it's anything. It's nothing but just size. Why don't you just hit play when you're ready to say mm-hmm. words? Hey, everybody, welcome back. See? Like that. What the fuck was that? that That's was my radio, radio voice. voice. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, you want it? You want to hear my radio voice? Yeah, go ahead. I'm Garrett. <laughs> hey, <laughs> fuck! I got That's him. Good. <laughs> got his ass. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna uh, press cut on this whole episode. Uh, <laughs> format the his car. Feelings okay, are hurt. if you're gonna be like that. It's okay, fine. what were you? We love you. Or what are you saying? Th- thanks, thanks everyone for joining us for another episode of '90s Roulette. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what are you reading an obituary? <laughs> I feel like I, I'm uh, obitted. Uh, well, a bit, you. Hey, thank you, buddy. Uh, hey, th- thanks everyone for joining us for another episode of '90s Roulettes, and thank you, Kevin, for stepping in and being our guest this week. Hey, happy it's, to be here, gang. It's been marvelous. We hope you get to come do it again sometime. I would love it. You yeah. Just let me know when. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you're welcome back. Whenever. Well, great. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, so I'm a new host. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're welcome back whenever as a guest host. Look, uh, we we might need some replacements. So we I, we did have our special guest, Kever, uh, make our randomized selections for our uh, next episode's dun, 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 dun. Uh, topics. So yeah, uh, you want to go ahead and sign us off here, Gear Beer? Uh, oh fuck, we got a sign off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, thanks for chilling out. And <laughs> I, wow, dude, that was good. He's having it. He's that doing was it, it again. He's having that another was aneurysm. It. Hey, what's our sign off? Check it real quick. Check yeah, it. Check All it. right, dig this. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the '90s Roulette podcast. If yeah. you liked our podcast, wherever you're getting your podcast, why don't you check us out on Patreon, where we got some extra content. Sometimes, maybe I don't know if it's posted. See ya. Tune in next time because up next we're covering on the next episode our movie is so d- fucking the fugitive the thriller oh, Ooh, the nice. suspenseful yeah the fugitive. the fugitive I like that you want to know what, hey you want to know what our show is yeah, I would love to know what our show is our show coming in hot Beetlejuice Be- this cartoon yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice oh yeah, that's nice. a good one yeah. This is, like. be, this is nice. All right, you want to know? I swear, I hope you round it out with a nice music video. Uh, we got Incubus Drive. Wow, okay, all right. It's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Not, I don't know why your voice went so high, but yeah. it's not <laughs> well, bad. You, you made it sound like that's how I sound like, so I thought I might as well lean into that's, it. I did that about 46 seconds ago. That's what we and call yes ending, but uh, his timing was a little late, gang. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to step in well after the fact. Right, right. There's, uh, no, there's nothing like a delayed punchline. Yeah. <laughs> as, as we've come to know from all the sketch comedy shows we've covered. Yeah, hey, sketch comedy in the 90s was nothing but delayed punchlines. Yeah, right. and there's nothing but delayed punchlines from us. We're wonderful and sweet and handsome, and you can't tell our moms any different. Exactly. So, right. we. N- next time. We on '90s Roulette. We're, we're gonna have the Fugitive. We're gonna have Beetlejuice, and we're gonna have Drive by Incubus. Yeah, we said all that. Yeah, so. I know, but I'm rounding it out in like a nice, neat package, so it's okay. not all of it. All right, there is nothing about you that has ever been nice, neat, or a package. Definitely not a package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Kevin, Kevin, do you have any uh, do you have any takeaways from being on the podcast today? You have any fun stories you want to share just to like usher our listeners off? Uh, Parting words of wisdom. You know, I had a really good time today, guys. I just want to say thanks for having me. Um, that was that was not good radio voice, but you know what? That's right. No, I'm trying. Too. I'm just trying new shit out. Uh, let me open this book in front of me real quick. He's got a book of stories, um, guys. Uh, By the way, this book he just opened right. has the most f- fanciful girly curse. It's cursive, so, it cursive so writing <laughs> on the cover of this book. I got it at Target for like a dollar. <laughs> um, oh my god! All right, so one day I was in the doctor's office, and this uh, old woman sat down next to me. She looked at me and she said, I like your scarf. And I said, oh, thank you. She said, was it a gift? And I said, no, ma'am, I bought it last year. And uh, she was, uh, I, I said, it's my favorite scarf. And she said, it's nice to wear your favorite things. And I said, yes, ma'am, I agree. And she said, uh, especially when it's cold as it is. Someone told me winter was two weeks away. I don't know what the hell she calls this then because it was cold outside. But she's young and a bit on the side so <laughs> and uh that was the end of our conversation but uh it was it was so shocking i had to write it down so uh, there we go guys <laughs> I, I feel like there was a lot of build up for not what was expected yeah. uh-uh. no. there's a quick turn at the end yeah Hey, I actually do have something to share. So, uh, of course, uh, all of you who are listening, I don't know why you haven't stopped yet, but there's there's the obvious point that Michael is not here today. Uh, Mike, 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 he's gone, um, and he probably won't be back because he is very old. He's probably going to die before we record again. So, you know, just wish him well. Wish him farewells. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Send flowers. He's, he's been sending us videos of people walking into his work building, <laughs> <laughs> and he's been voice commentating as if he is them. And there's this one, there's this one lady that's walking in, ripping a vape every nice. time and blowing just fat clouds. Which by 2023, you would have thought this like cloud shit. Had like passed, yeah. like people were over this shit. But no, just like professional career person walking into a corporate office, ripping fat clouds, and Michael is just sitting up there in the break room, video recording, just going. Oh, I gotta get in here, my lunch. So that's what a grown man does on his break at work. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and speaking of grown man, the other member that is not here this week, Jesse, who just got married recently, is on his honeymoon in Italy. Uh, he wish him farewell. Yeah, wish him farewell. He's he's bad brained, uh, but surrounded by all the, these masterpieces of art and museums and whatnot, and the the pictures <laughs> that he sends us is just close ups of the dicks on the statues. <laughs> nice. He, the man is in Italy, and he's sending us nothing but photos of marble cocks yeah. <laughs> zoomed in. That's pretty incredible. Can't see anything else. Yeah, yeah you know, like the the museum security just watching him with his phone up there. He, he just sees the yeah, screen Jesse, on the Jesse's phone. Just sitting there. Into the he's dick. looking at dick and balls. And he's just going, ha ha, the boys are going to love this. He's just hey, giggling to himself. Yes, he's sitting there giggling and his handlers ushering him along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
He's got him on a leash. Yeah, those sweet harnesses. Girl. Sweet lady. Anyways, we, we miss them both. Well, one of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, won't say which. Uh, All right. Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll we'll check you next week. Check it. I was, I, right, you want to do it? You want you do it. You're no, I just don't like you anymore. And he's walking off. Thanks for listening. Yeah, bye.